you are now listening to Keeping the Balance, KTB Podcast. Join us as we examine life as men, confronting tough issues, raw and unfiltered. Keeping it real while keeping the balance. This is the KTB Podcast. Welcome back to the KTB Podcast, baby. Oh, I am your host, man. Ernie, with my man, Red. What's up, people? Bro. Yeah, I'm not even going to say sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say... With that smug look on I'm your gonna, face. I'm, just, I'm not even going to say sorry. I'm just going to say we were... We, we've been busy. Listen, we miss we missed this. I'm All just right. kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. As soon as I put the headphones on and I pulled the mic in front of me, I was like, man, I missed this. Wow. Yeah, it's a good feeling, man. We've we've been we have been busy. You know, mm-hmm. we thank you for joining us. Uh, we don't take that lightly. Nope. Each and every one of you guys. Shout out to all of y'all. Clap. Clap it up. <laughs> clap it up. No, that's a laugh. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> that's the wrong button. Man, we've been gone too long, man. Oh, forgive my brother Raymond. I'm man. sorry. My man Red. I apologize. I love you guys. We are back, man. Thank you for for just just hopping in on this podcast. Um, there's been a lot going on. Mm-hmm. There's been uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, since Thanksgiving's passed. Thanksgiving's passed. I don't even know the date of the last one. I I know that it was with Ern, Pastor Ernie Toppin. That was the last on music. one. Yeah, that was the last one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And uh, if you guys have been following the Instagram, you guys definitely saw the reel that we dropped. You know, because um, uh, we use Anchor, mm-hmm. right? Anchor to to pretty much put this this podcast out. And so as soon as I saw um, now Pastor Dave Smale, you know, congratulations. Oh, yeah. Right. He got he got sent out to Virginia Beach Mm -hmm. and uh, Kentsville area. So big ups to Pastor Dave Smale, you know, got a got a got another man of God out on the field, you know, trying to trying to win the world for Jesus, trying to win Virginia Beach for Jesus. Right. Yeah. So uh, but but I saw him post something that had to do with, you know, anchor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's pretty cool. So let me log into ours. And I did. And I was like, what is this? And it was like a gift wrapped type of, um, hey, you know, th- this is us showing you an appreciation because they're. Oh, yeah. And I went ahead and just just threw, threw the reel yeah. out there. And it was amazing. The numbers that it showed. Yeah. I don't think you I don't think we realize like the impact that, you know, we have on the audience and how many listeners we actually have. And how many plays our episodes have gotten because uh, we just we just get up here and we talk and we, we try to do a decent job. And yeah. and it means a lot to some people. We've we've actually had some some interactions out in town. Oh, man. Listen, shout out to Pastor Mitch Collins, uh, son and daughter, young adults uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina, Brandon and Marissa. You know, the, the last impact team that, that we, that we went on and we went out there, you know, that was a question that came up. It's like, Hey, when are you guys going to drop another one? Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Yeah. You know, we, we really appreciate that. And, uh, not, we don't, we don't take that lightly at all whatsoever. Um, we know that this is far reaching. We know that the impact of a podcast, two men, uh, just sitting down together, trying to get the mind of God, trying mm-hmm. to get a balance in our lives, 
in the world that we live in today with uh, raising kids, young ones, young adults that are turning into adults and doing the best that we can try to balance everything out. Yeah. Right. And so those of you that have joined us on this journey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Each and every one of you. Um, Also, I ran into Christian from Fayetteville, North Carolina, one of our fellowship churches out there. You know, thank you for your support, man. I I met you in person. That was a very humbling. Yeah. A very humbling moment right there, you know, and uh, and and more and more importantly, man, thank you for your service, bro. You're you're still active duty in the Navy, in the Army, in the Army. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Army. Yeah. 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 And uh, if you guys want to check out his his podcast, go ahead and and uh, and uh, look for him. It's a man in his word. That's the um, the, uh, um, the 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 name of the podcast is a man in his in his word. That's a good that's a good title for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, man. A man in his word. A man in his word. And I and, love that. And he, you know, everything is is uh, is uh, gospel based. You mm-hmm. know, Christian based, and uh, he's. I've, I've, I've heard the first couple of ones that he put out really, really good stuff. So if you guys want to, the more content that's out there yeah, that we as uh, believers can be able to listen to, maybe apply to our lives or even mm-hmm. support another fellow Christian or another brother in the faith, you know, um, it's good to me. Yeah, we you need know? more positivity out there. Oh, absolutely. Especially in the world None that we're living woke in. Nonsense. Oh, we bro. just need truth. Bro. I'm sick of woke, man. We just need people to keep it real, man. You ain't lying, man. This, it's, this, it's exhausting, bro. This whole woke thing is is driving me nuts, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, I don't even want to get into that, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, I, w- I mean, it's too much to talk about. Like the 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 state of this world right now, man. It's just um, it's unbelievable. And you see the news, and you see the, these articles, and and it. it it can mess with you if you don't have a if you don't have a good foundation to stand on. These things could be detrimental. Yeah, like they can they can knock you off balance, man. Uh, absolutely, completely crumble your world, man. Um, uh, but to to backtrack just a little bit, uh, somewhat another situation. I told you about this, bro. Yeah, man. I told you about this. So, uh, speaking about like um, he <laughs> the situation. I felt like uh. I felt like someone special, right? And and you know, I don't like to think of myself as like a celebrity or a star or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination because I'm not. I'm just red. That's all I am. But this particular situation, uh, uh me and a coworker, we were coming out of the McDonald's. You know, I just got my uh my sausage egg and cheese McGriddle. You know, I'm feeling really good about myself. <laughs> and the poor decisions that I'm making with my <laughs> eating. <laughs> and so I'm coming out of the McDonald's and, um, and, and, and a teen, I knew him as a teen in the church and I recognized his face instantly. And so as we were kind of passing, I was leaving, he was going into the McDonald's. I was like, Hey, what's up, bro? Um, you know, just like, I know who you are and I want to acknowledge it. Yeah. And so just like, Hey, I haven't yeah. seen you in a minute. I haven't seen What's you in up? a minute, but I know you. Yeah, What's yeah, up, yeah. man? How you doing? Right. And so, you know, just kind of left it at that. And and as we're kind of like walking back to uh, to the truck, he he turns around. And he's like, hey, man, I love the podcast. And I was like, bro. Oh, thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you for listening. Right. That's so dope. And uh, it's so funny because when we got in the in the truck, 
uh, my coworker Alex, he was like, "What? Who? Who is that?" <laughs> he was like, "Podcast? What? What? He, who am I with right now?" <laughs> He's looking at you like, "Who are you, bro?" <laughs> and I'm all like, like "Yeah, don't worry about it." Don't He's like, I'm just trying to play it off. But then I, I told him the story. And then, uh, uh, but yeah, you, you knew exactly when I told you that story. Yeah, you knew Frank, who, uh, Frank Gill. Yep. Frank Gill. So shout out to Frank. Thank you for being a listener, man. You kind of you kind of blew my mind a little bit, man. And just know that you guys feedback and and even you asking the question of when are you streaming next? When's the next podcast is motivation. Oh, yeah. To keep us going. And we appreciate each and every listener. Yeah, for we sure. Love y'all. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. And uh no, that's this that that's pretty those past interactions have, have been pretty cool, you know? Yeah. And um but let's go ahead and get into whatever we're gonna get into right now. So uh, <laughs> So this is you know, I had the idea because we always lead like a subject based podcast. No doubt. There's usually a subject and we talk about it the entire time. Sometimes we segue off a little bit. Right. Get distracted. Yeah. Then we always come back to that main topic. But this is a segment that I want to try out. We want to try out called free speech. This is the free speech segment. And what that means is we're just going to talk about anything. Whatever is going on in our little minds. Whatever is bouncing that, between that, our ears. That might be real dangerous. It bro. might be. So <laughs> we got to keep it in some kind of parameters. But um, we got to keep it balanced. Right? I think that's, I think this is good, man. And just to just to talk. Well, that's so what's funny is that that's how the idea of this podcast was birthed out of was yep. just a bunch of guys just sitting around, chopping it up, talking. talking about different things, life, and then just bringing positivity to whatever the situation was or lessons learned. Yeah. And then someone said, Hey man, we should start recording something like, like this is cool. Like, These are good conversations. Look someone up. could, I don't know, maybe someone could benefit from what we just said. I, I know it benefited me and it's, I was like, huh? And that's kind of like where it all started. It was just a free, it was just a off, off the top of the dome piece, you know, off the top of the head conversations just flowing so just let it go let's uh after not recording something for a good amount of time there's so much stuff that we can cover mm -hmm. that we could touch on how about we just talk bro yeah well, let's do it i don't know how long this is gonna be i don't know either you can listen to this in segments but we're just gonna talk how about how about we um how about we uh let's let's go ahead and get into some conversations but i really would like to do like a ig live oh and, yeah uh, while we're, we're recording while we're live yeah. And just have folks ask us questions, man, and let's just it. answer it here live, you know. But um let's 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 get into a couple of things that have happened though. All right. One of the things that I did want to kind of talk about that happened recently, which was really, really cool, and it was with us as men, was the comms. Oh, the mug swap. The mug swap. The covert op mug swap. So that's what COM stands for. Covert yeah. op mug swap. And this is the second year in a row. The second year. And you're the one that puts this on. I do. I did. So let me ask you this, right? This is kind of like, because um, I I see everything that it's from what it's about. Uh, and I love it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it, from from what I see is is that it, it definitely brings folks together in a different way. So I don't want to dig into it too much. I really want to get your take on what 
inspired this and uh, and how it started and how it's going. Okay, so what inspired it is I want coffee cups too. I got tired of seeing the women. Okay, Dude. so you got to uh, backtrack on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you got to look. <laughs> okay. My so, man got bitter real yeah, quick. I he like, showed his anger. I like coffee cups. <laughs> I like mugs. I like coffee. And so, honestly, so um, Roseanne, uh, Dustin's wife, who, who we've had on the podcast, has been doing uh, a woman's mug swap for like how many years? Oh, bro, for years, man. <clears throat> it's been a long time. It's, it's, I want to say it's been 10 years or more. Yeah. And um, I remember because the wife, you know, when she got invited to the first one, we've been in a church for 12 years now. And my wife has participated in most of them. And I'm just like, you know, I, I kind of look at the whole setup and how they do things. And I'm just like, yeah, I'd like to do something like that. The men, we don't, we don't have many functions like that. You know, a couple of little splinter groups will get together and then we'll go get coffee or we might go play paintball or or laser tag or something like that. But it's really small groups like yeah. <clears throat> nothing, nothing like a big event. And so I'm just like, you know, I think I think the men in the church, the brotherhood, the brothers can benefit from an event like that where we all just kind of come together we let our guard down. It's not, it's not a men's overnight. It's not a men's discipleship. It's, it's, it's based in the church, but it's, it's just men hanging out together, just having a good time. Yeah. Just having a good time. And, um, and so when I did it last year, it was a, it was an experiment, you mm -hmm. know, to kind of see how many guys would be interested in it. And, you know, honestly, the, the result, I, I was surprised because I believe the first year, we had about 25 people, 25 men sign up mm -hmm. and they were on board with it. Yeah. Some guys were reluctant. I'll oh, be yeah. honest with you. Nah, you got, you got some, some pushback, some pushback from, from some men. Yeah. But you, you know, I think the reason was because I didn't, it wasn't the covert out mug swap at first. Uh -huh. So what, there was what, a couple other names. Was, was it hidden homies? It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was and, and I said that as a joke, I said hidden homies because it's, because the one Roseanne does is secret sisters. And so I'm like, secret sisters, Hit. hidden homies. <laughs> like naturally, it was easy. Like that was a no brainer. <laughs> and then I think somebody else said undercover brothers. And I was just like, ah, I don't know. And so I think the name, yeah, yeah. It got, that, that would have been a little slippery slope. So I think the name was a little off -putting. Bro, with, with, with the amount of mockers that we have. <laughs> It just men in general and how we like to clown on each other. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that would that would have been a disaster. Undercover brother. <clears throat> and so I don't know how I came up with uh, covert out mug swap, um, but it kind of it kind of kind of rolled off the tongue pretty well. And then uh, and it's and twenty five men on board with that, and it, it was different. It was like a trial period. And after after we did it, you know, the men came together. There was like cornhole. There was. Um, darts there were a couple of uh, i think there was a smash brothers tournament yeah. a couple of cool things just for guys to just just kind of bro out mm -hmm. and just bond because i think that's something that was um that was it was missing a little bit you know and honestly and besides me just wanting a, a coffee cup because I, I i joke but there was a deeper meaning i think i think the brotherhood and the men in the church is a is a very key and very integral part of the church and the brotherhood means so much to me. And I've said this, I've given this testimony during the men's comms, but there have been times where I felt like 
you know, quitting or throwing in the towel and just like giving up on this whole salvation thing. And then we've had a conversation or I'll have a conversation with Morty or other brothers in the church. A lot of brothers in the church I've talked to and they kind of talk me back down to earth. You know what I mean? And I think there's a lot of value in that. But if, if, if you don't have that, that relationship with men to where you feel like you can go to them and reach and reach out and say, Hey, I need help. Then a lot of men will keep that stuff inside and deal with it Mm -hmm. internally, try to at least, and then implode. And then, and then, and the next thing you know, you're like, where's so-and-so? Oh, well he's gone. And, 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 and then not just that, but even people who don't leave, they, there's conflict between men in the church over little things that can be squashed because at if the, there's a line of communication, if, if there's a line of communication, open, that's open. Sure. And so I, I, I seen it over and over again and it, it broke my heart to be honest. No and doubt. I'm just like, because I'm, I'm the type of person that can get along with, with people. I'm a, I'm a very personable person. I'm a people's person. Yeah. Yeah. My no, wife calls could, me a social butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't call you that. Not, not a mighty posa, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a social creature. Uh, I just, I, I just, I. Now I, listen, you're <laughs> the kind of man that you could you could put with any group of people, and you could be able to carry on a conversation. Not only carry on a conversation, but have some good laughs. You know, that's yeah. that's the kind of man that you are, right? And, yeah. and so, so I could like, I'm not like that. I I could try to be, you know, funny. I think but, you're like that, but naturally, I'm not funny. Like my. Some people say that when I laugh, it makes them laugh. But that's because, <laughs> like, I don't know. I love laughing, man. And whenever it's a good one, oh, I'm letting it out, bro. <laughs> I'm letting it out. And I'm going to have fun. But so I don't see myself as like that. But I definitely see what you're saying, you know, where it's a, a person that's sociable, mm-hmm. right? And then you you can easily um, blend into different circles. Yeah. And then once you're in that circle, you kind of see the infractions. Right. Right. That's and, exactly and, it. And, and you could, and, and it's like, man, like I, I, like I'm not even, I'm, I'm just in the circle, you know, I just, I'm just blending in it. Right. right. And, and so there's other deeper relationships here that, right. Then I don't have a part in, but yeah. it kind of hurts, man. Because if you guys just talked it out, then, then you guys are good. Then everything will be good. You know, and that's just, a, that's exactly it, bro. Because I'm, I feel like I'm a member of different like splinter groups, right? right. And when I say splinter groups, and then, and they they splintered off because there were infractions, and so now I'm in this group, but I know that this person doesn't talk to this person, or this person doesn't talk. To, I'm like, we can't even kick it all together because, you know, we haven't mended these relationships, mm-hmm. and so and so the reason I I, I did this was to bring back that dynamic where people can let their guard down. Like I said, it's not super formal. It's not a men's overnight. It's not a men's discipleship. It's somewhere where you can let your guard down and just like, just be open, even be a little transparent. And not just that the, uh, I, cause I took the whole format from Roseanne and, right. um, I, I was just about to ask you if, yeah. if you can go into that, oh, what yeah. goes into that form, which is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but Go ahead. She mastered it. I mean, let me just oh, say no Roseanne. Doubt. Roseanne, hands <laughs> hands down. She got it on lock. Hats, hats off to you. Let's go ahead and give it up for Roseanne because every Roseanne year. got it on lock. She's got it down packed and she's like real, real humble about it too, yeah. man. But she be carrying a lot on her shoulders she when does. it comes to these things. And you got a taste of that. I did twice because this year was the second year. But she's been doing it for I don't know how many years. It's been quite some time. 
Yeah. So I pretty much took her format. Uh, I took all her questions, all the rules, and I kind of changed them up to fit men. Right. Because yeah. some was like, do you like to wear cozy socks? And I'm less like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not leaving that <laughs> nah, on. Son, don't put that there. on there. <laughs> That's not good. No, we're not doing bath bombs and candles and right, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing nine millimeters and, yeah. and fast cars. And knives and, and flashlights. Not, exactly. And yeah, yeah. So I changed up a, a few things. Yeah, sports teams. So I changed up a few things and, and people were receptive to it. And so it, the questions kind of did two things. The first year, we didn't know who your person was going to be. It was, you had a code name, your person had a code yeah, name. Yeah, that was whack. I'm I, sorry. <laughs> it was, I'm sorry. It, 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 it was, was hard. That's why we didn't do it like that this year. No doubt. I appreciate you adapting to the lessons we learned adapted. from last lessons year. Lessons learned. Hey, but like everything it, else, bro, we just, <laughs> we just adapt, adapt and, overcome. and overcome. That's it. So what that did was uh, when you're going through this questionnaire of your person, your operator, you find out things that you didn't know. You, you, you find out, oh, I, I had no, because so, like one of the questions were like, uh, what's, what's three things that, interesting things that I may not know about you or what's on your bucket list and stuff like that. And then you're reading off your, your answers from your person and you're like, man, I never knew this about this person. I didn't know that this person wanted to go skydiving. I didn't know that this person had a huge interest in, you know, bird watching or whatever, whatever it may be. Bro, somebody had that? No, I oh, don't think I so. That's the first thing that came to mind. I don't know. <laughs> bird watching. But um, you, you get to learn about your brothers and learn who they are. And, and when you when you do that, you, you become closer and it becomes a, a, a tighter bond, a tighter connection that can't be broken. A, a band of brothers. And, um, and that's, and that's why I did it, man, in a nutshell, but, uh, we did it again this year and it was success, a success. Last year we had 25 people this year. I believe it was 38 man. Yeah. And I even had a conversation with someone who was like, Hey, look, I apologize for not being a part of this thing that you did last year. And I, I want to be a part of it next time. I see what you were doing. I see the spirit behind it. And I want to, I want, I want to get on board. Wow! And that person participated this year. That's big. It was big. Yeah, man. because that's kind of like the pushback where it's yeah. you know you're always gonna have folks that are gonna you know look at what you're doing and question it and criticize yeah. right. And so, um, but sometimes we just gotta keep pushing for the bigger picture. For the bigger right? picture, we just let's go ahead and put it on. I'll take on the jokes and the criticism or whatever. And then, but that's 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 a pretty cool testimony because. The very same person ended up joining in this year, yeah. right? And that was, and Pastor was too. Cool. Pastor joined in, bro. Too. Pastor joined in, man. He had that a good was, time. Um, yeah, that way you didn't get rebuked like you did last year. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, listen, look, look. So you got you got this this quote on here, and I'm just opening up from the the email from this year's. This is a pretty dope quote, bro. It says, "In death, as in life, we stand together. Always a family, always a team." The brotherhood never dies. I love it. Marcus Luttrell. I love oh, it. Bro. I love it. That is a dope. That is a really brotherhood really never dope. dies. The brotherhood never dies, you know, and that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I really, really like the whole the whole layout of it. And, um, you know, another way to break to break the ice with somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. That you normally don't talk to. You normally because yep. the church grows. Right. Yep. The church grows, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Really, really hard to spend time with just one person if you don't have anything in common. Yeah. Right? And then so 
So where do you find time? Oh, mm-hmm. well, uh, somebody invited us over. Okay, we've hung out with them. We have relationship. Uh, yeah, let's hang out. It's easy to say yeah, yeah, right? And then by doing that, you 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 never. That's how you get caught up in the circle of only hanging out with people that you get along with. Well, right. what about branching out to somebody that you normally that that normally doesn't get any or is a is very introvert? You know, it's right. hard for them to reach out. Mm-hmm. How do you break out of that? Unless you don't think about it intentionally. Right, which is something that me and my wife try to do. We try to intentionally think about who else can we hang out with that we haven't hung out with, you know, yeah. break bread with, go out to eat, whatever. Um, but this 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 comms thing, perfect segue into yep. breaking the ice, creating a little bit of a bridge, right? To of communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 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 definitely more in tune. So I so I had champ. Or yeah. champ had had me, yeah, and I didn't know that, yeah, right. And the dude blew my mind, bro. Yeah, and, yeah, you got blessed. And and out of all these years of 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 seeing champ and you know seeing him in the church and grow up from a teenager, right, from a pastor's kid to being a full blown adult, you know, yeah. he has a career now and wife and kids, wife and kids. He's he's a grown man, right. And so that 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 sometimes that relationship is kind of it's kind of hard to yeah to blend the relationship of hey, I, I knew you as a church kid, as a teenager, mm-hmm. and now you're a grown man, but we don't have anything in common except yeah. for going going to church. Right. When when are we going to hook up and get together, right? And yeah. it's it just, but now I'm more in tune where I see him and it's like, hey, what, like I, I'll go out of my way to say what's up. Yeah. Bro, you ended up blessing me. Like, and it's, you didn't have to because you have, you have a minimum amount spent for this exchange will be $40. Mm-hmm. And you put on there, don't be cheap, fellas. You know, because you know how I took that guy. straight from Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be cheap, ladies. Don't be because it, you know it's true. You know, and, yeah. and and everybody is in their you know uh, different budget bracket or right. whatnot. People aren't this. This isn't meant to break the bank. This right. is meant to just be a blessing to somebody else. It's meant to on, be thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, just thoughtful based on the questions that they answer. Right, right, right. And um, the dude went above and beyond. And then I, I, man, every single time throughout that night when I saw him, I. I dab him up and give him like, man, thank you, bro. Yeah. That's, I didn't expect that out of nowhere, you know? And, um, but more in line, like the, the other night we had some steaks at Pastor Phillips house Yeah, and we were there just talking, just chopping it up and it just felt more natural. You yeah. know, there's you felt a, a, a more of a connection, right? You know? And so this is a way that it helps encourage that. Mm-hmm. And somebody that you normally didn't have any kind of relationship with, well, now something can grow. You yeah. have something to build off of is what I'm trying to yep. say. You get it? Absolutely. I'm, right? No, that's, no that's well said. That's that's something that normally doesn't. Yeah. When are you going to make an opportunity for right. that? Right? When when am I going to just randomly uh, purchase a gift for this brother? Yeah. Or or vice, vice versa? Ah, probably never. Yeah. You know? There's only far and few of somebody that's thinking about, because a lot of us, we got life, we got kids, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking about taking care of our family. There's new converts. You want to be able to help somebody else out. A lot of your time gets consumed in, in, in helping someone else out, right? Yeah. And, and, and helping them, right? Those, those baby steps. Yep. It's really hard to think about someone that you've known for years. Mm-hmm. And, and you you're just, like, oh, no, they're okay. Yeah, because you see each other in church. But right. That's one of the things that, from what I see in, in social media, too, that every, everybody's being more vocal, mm-hmm. right? And that includes men that normally don't just, we're used to carrying the load mm-hmm. and just trucking on. 
I remember seeing a reel on Instagram and it was just a guy talking, right? And he, I forget what the words are exactly, but he says, uh, uh, I see the look on your face and you, I say that everything's okay. Yeah. But everything's not okay. Yeah. And that's all. And right. that's all right. And I see you. Right. And it's like, that's something that you would never hear, but that's something that uh, a lot of men hear that. And it's like, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that little bit of, uh, of acknowledging that I'm not okay, mm-hmm. but it's okay for me not to, not to be, be okay. okay. And thank you for seeing me in my pain and letting me know that I'm not alone. alone. Right. And so if, if the world now mm-hmm. is kind of being more vocal in a lot of different areas, right. That <laughs> can get twisted. Yeah. Bringing it back to just, just men in general. Mm-hmm. Like, where, where does that begin, right? And for me, it began when I was a teenager. For me, it began when I had to fend for myself. And I had to find, I couldn't show that, that I was hurt. Right. Like, it, 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 it was okay in the streets for me to show that I was angry. Mm-hmm. If anything, that was encouraged. Right. Like, like, I really like it when Ernie loses it, you yeah. know? And so, oh, okay, you like that? All right, there's a lot more coming, baby. Right. right. And so that was encouraged. But as far as showing hurt, showing pain where it's like, man, I'm I don't know if I could go one more day. Yeah. That's not encouraged. Because you'd be perceived as weak. Absolutely. And so what happens? You as a man, you bottle it up, learn how to deal with it, mm-hmm. and you just keep on trucking forward. Yeah. And I, I think that's a, a perfect uh, segue into um, Twitch, the dancer. Oh, bro. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres is DJ, right? Yeah. He, um, I've, I've, I've known about him for quite some time because I used to watch a, um, a dancer called Glitch. And then it was like, hey, well, have you heard of Twitch? I'm like, no, I never heard of Twitch. I remember Glitch. Yeah. From um, Dragon House. From Dragon House. He danced yeah. with Dragon House. Yeah. And so... Um, I've known about him for, I don't know, eight or nine years now about Twitch, the dancer. And I remember when he performed on Ellen, but um, I know many of the the listeners have heard the news that recently, I believe um, a couple of days ago now, he committed suicide. Yeah, he just committed suicide. He took his own life. Yeah. And, um, you know, and if if you look, if you look back at a lot of his, um, his clips and and the, the media that he put out to the world, he always had a smile on his face. Always, always positive, always happy. I mean, he's dancing for crying. He's out dancing, loud. right? Like, <clears throat> who can't be happy dancing, right? right? <laughs> but but the reality is, is he was, he was, he was unhappy, mm. and um, and I think that is, um, it's a it's a picture of men today who don't understand the importance of being a little vulnerable and being a little honest and having people to speak to. And having someone say, or be able to speak into your life and say, you're not going through this by yourself. We're here with you. I've been through it. I know so-and-so that's been through it, but you know what? It's not, it's not forever. It's only temporary. And uh, let me just say this, that, that, that suicide is a, a permanent fix for a temporary problem. And, you know, if you just hang in there, you know, you find you a, a good, a good circle of friends. You don't need a lot of friends. 
you you just need a good circle of friends that you can talk to and support you uh, in, in your times of darkness, in your time of need, where you feel like the world is crushing you into a diamond and burying you alive uh, to reach out to somebody, have someone that you can talk to. It's not a sign of weakness. If anything, uh, it's a sign of strength because it takes a, it takes a real man to open up his mouth and say, I need help. And it's, it, it's, it's not weakness. And uh, just know that there's people out there for you. So, you know, rest in peace to Twitch. Um, I wish things could have been different, but just going forward, if you're, if you're even in that realm of, uh, of thought where you're, you're considering taking your life, please just reach out to somebody because, you know, think about the people that will be affected by you taking your own life and, and leaving this earth prematurely. Think about the people who you've affected, who, uh, who will cry for you when, uh, when you're gone and, uh, consider just consider that things will get better. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's, that's really unfortunate, man. And I didn't know, um, uh, 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 about who this guy was up until I saw the news and I'm like, Oh, okay. So he was a DJ for Ellen, the Ellen show. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that he, you know, that he was part of dragon house and he's, yeah. well, he wasn't glitch was, oh, glitch was, but okay. Twitch, he, he kind of emerged around that same time. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know anything about him. I, I just kind of, I saw the news and I was like, man, that's, that's sad, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, one of the, the, the other telling things just along the lines of what you just said was, there was, uh, I, I guess him and his wife had recently celebrated an anniversary and they were doing a dance together. I didn't even know that. And and he ended up, you know, post, posting it on Instagram or something mm. like that or TikTok. And he ended up doing a dance, you know, just kind of celebrating their anniversary. And it was like a week before yeah. he ended up taking his own life. Right. <sighs> and it's like, well, what in the world could have happened? What what could have been what what demons could he have been fighting with in between his two ears? You know, right. Like, in his mind what could he have been fighting that was so hard and sometimes you don't even need like a circle a whole bunch of people Mm -mm. you just need one person that you that you can be transparent with and be like hey i'm struggling with this Mm -hmm. and um and and sometimes that that one step will be the first step towards healing Mm -hmm. you know because that's that's one of the hardest things for men just to open up number one. Yeah. But then the reason a lot of men, I believe, and this is speaking from experience for me personally is why, why should I open up to anybody? Why can't I just, just take it on the hip Mm -hmm. and just push forward? Like I always do. Um, and one, one of the first thoughts that comes to mind is I don't want to be putting my, burdens on anybody else like right. what, what what good is it going to do if i if if i express this mm-hmm. well the good that it's going to do unbeknownst to you is that that's the first step towards healing yep because you're hurt mm-hmm. and so if you're hurt and you keep it all inside then all you're doing is bottling up a lot of hurt yeah and then the run that it always explodes on the wrong person and at the wrong time yep Right. And so but it's just so much that you've been holding in and bottle it up that it it just has to release and the wrong one ends up getting injured. Yeah. You know, and uh, speaking from experience again. So in helping convince yourself to talk to somebody is. All right, I'm dealing with this and I need to begin to heal, because if I don't, then I'm not then I'm not really going to be 
100% for doing my duties as a man. Right. Because now I'm operating at 80%. I'm not operating at 100%. I'm not operating at optimal peak. Yeah. To be able to to be able to take on more hits, right? right. Because because they're going to come. The way that I look at my life is, all right, I am the leader of this pack, right? This is my tribe. And anything that comes towards this family, I'm taking the brunt of it. I'm taking the hit. Why? Because I'm putting myself in that position because I'm the man, number one. And number two, because I, I'm probably more experienced in handling a lot of the stuff that's coming this way rather than having my son take the hit or having my wife stand in front of me and take the hit. You, you know, I can take the hit and I can help this, you know, kind of shield everybody else from it. But if, if, if I continue to take hits and I don't have a way to release these things, then I'm going to crack under that pressure. Yep. Yeah. Right. And so an, another way, one of the ways of releasing is you reach out for another brother Mm-hmm. that's on the battlefield with you and and you you pull them close and hey bro this is what i got going on man i, I need to let this out boom healing begins just in you speaking that's not even taking into consideration the wisdom and knowledge that that brother may have for you at that moment that yeah. god get, gave him the words exactly to speak to your situation yeah. like that's that's what that's you're shooting yourself on the foot by not doing that yeah right yeah and so we got to be able to do that to be vulnerable enough to let our guard down, grab a brother and pull him in and say, this is what I got going on. Um, yeah. Now it's bro. Recently, uh, pastor Rick Buckles came and preached for us. Right. And he's, he's a pastor of our fellowship church in Fayetteville. Same, same church that, uh, that a Christian goes, he's a disciple there in that church. And uh, he came and he preached a Sunday morning. He, Preach Sunday morning, Sunday night. Sunday night, he he ended up dramatizing his text, his testimony. Yeah, that was dope. That was that was pretty sick, bro. Uh, real quick, real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we have I'm I'm on security in the church, and uh, uh, along with uh, Denver, <laughs> and so when he got into character, he had the the wig on, long hair. He was a hippie. He had a beard on. He looked like a hippie. Had t shirt, jeans, unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. And he's out in the parking lot, method acting. And Denver sees him and he's like, what's this, what's this guy doing? Who is this? Like, who is this guy? And then so he's on like high alert, like threat level orange. Like he's, he's up there, bro. <clears throat> so, uh, so he comes in and I think what happened? Uh, he comes in and Denver is like, I think he sees like that he has a prop gun on him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what, who is this guy? Right. And so, I think somebody came over and told him like, Hey, that's, that's, pastor. that's pastor. And he was like, what? He was like, we've been following this guy around the church for like the past 15 minutes. <laughs> and nobody let security know that the, that pastor was in disguise. Well, that was a bit and of a rookie move on his part. It yeah. was, it was, it was, <laughs> Come on, man. but yeah, it was almost an incident, man. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a convincing. Uh, that's funny. No, it was convincing. Cause when even I, more convincing testimony. Yeah, man. Um, amazing. But he ended up and which, which was all the kids were blown away by his testimony. Um, and him dramatizing that it, it was pretty dope. Uh, Sunday morning, he ended up preaching, um, a, a sermon. I think the, the title was 
uh, staying at your post. Yeah. Or standing your ground. Yeah, stand, yeah. Right. And um, the idea behind it was, and I'm translating this, but in my mind, things have been building up in my heart, uh, you know, guard, guarding my heart over a lot of different things. Things have, were building up at that moment. Yeah. And, 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 um, and I, I'm doing my duty, man, as you know, in ministry, um, um, I translate in the morning, you know, for our Spanish speaking folks and I'm there and I'm translating and, uh, throughout the week I'm doing my due diligence of coming to prayer and stuff, but right. I still feel like something is heavy. And that morning it was right before every, the service started, even before Sunday school, I'm just, just standing there and, and a whole bunch of ideas that normally don't come started coming to my head, bro. Like out of nowhere, like it's like you, 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 you've wasted too much time. Mm. You, you shouldn't even be here right now. Like, like ideas like that where just a, a straight up attack, just, just straight up where it's like, man, look at all of the uh, failures that you've had. Look at all the mistakes that you've made, you know, look at, look at everything. And it was just coming like a tidal wave, bro, hitting me. And every single time that I try to look towards anything hopeful, it, it, it felt like the current pulled me right back down on, uh, on mm. underneath the water and more waves just crashing down on top. And the waves that are crashing down on top of me is mistakes, past mistakes, past things, uh, you know, different circumstances that some that were out of my control, some that were, some that were self-inflicting wounds, you know? And, um, and I'm standing there and I'm like, man, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. But I'm here. Somebody's got to translate. I'm going to go ahead and translate. Yeah. As I'm translating this sermon and I don't know if it's because I'm translating, but um, whatever the pastor's saying, I'm, I'm listening and I'm spitting it right back out. But as I'm saying it, I feel God dealing with me right then and there, bro. Mm. And some of the things that he said within the, and I didn't write down any notes because obviously I'm translating. Yeah. I can't do that. But I, I do remember this. He ended up saying for us to stand our post, regardless of what's happening. Sometimes God will even create an opportunity for when we think that we're at the end of our rope, and he answers immediately and says, no, you're not because I'm right here with you. Mm. I'm, I'm not going to let you fall. Just keep standing where yeah. you're at. Keep manning your post. Keep manning it. And I'll show you and I'll show myself to you. And he said that and I translated it and I had a knot in my throat, bro. Because as I'm translating it, I'm like, because he ended up saying sometimes it'll take time for you to hear. Right. Right. And that's why we stand our post. Regardless of how, of how long we've, we've been there, we need to stand. Right. Be, Don't because, quit your post until properly relieved. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, we, we get that from the military terms. And at the same time, it's, it's con continue to go the way that you're going steady, re regardless if you see change or not, because change will come. Right. Right. And if you're struggling and you're doubting and you feel like it's hopeless, just to keep going, man. Right. And sometimes hope is right around the corner. Yep. Sometimes God will even answer it right then and there. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, I instantly felt convicted in my mind. And I and I was like, man, this is this is you speaking to me 
and because I'm going through it right now. Yeah. And here you are settling this in my heart, letting me know that you got me. Mm. You got my back. That's powerful, man. And, um, bro, we, we, you know, the service concluded and, uh, he, he does the altar call and dude, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even get out of the booth. I just went ahead and muted it. I took my headphones off and I'm talking about like weeping, bro, like breaking down right there in the booth and, um, just, just pouring my heart, my heart out to God, pretty much telling him, Hey man, I'm sorry for doubting. Yeah. I I was doubting this morning. It, it was doubt after doubt after doubt after doubt. And yeah, I was reminded of a lot of my mistakes. Yeah, I was reminded of a lot of a lot of uh, self-inflicted wounds and and different altercations and things that were out of my control, things that weren't. But you were with me that whole time pushing me forward. How could I forget that you were there the whole time? Mm. Man, I'm sorry because I was in. I, I was just talking about me, just thinking about me without even realizing that you were there holding me up. Yeah. And I instantly, I repented, bro, because I was sitting there. And um, that's something that now looking back, I'm, I know I'm not the only one. Right. I know as a man, as as a man who who has been married with his wife for uh, 19 years, known her for 20, raising kids, trying to do something for God, trying to do something positive in this world that you see nothing but darkness and negativity. I know I'm not the only one that can feel like they're going to cave under the pressure of mistakes that they've made in the past. Yeah. Sometimes we just got to be reminded. We got to be reminded. And that, that reminder can come from preaching that reminder can come from God directly or it can come from a brother yeah. or, or a sister, whoever it can, it can come from your wife. Yeah. It can, it can come from your kids. That reminder that, you know, sure. You, you may have messed up, but who doesn't? Yeah. Just keep standing your post, stand your guard. Just know that you're not alone. No doubt. You know, and so ask, so afterwards, Service concluded and everything, and uh, and I, I see past Pastor Rick Buckles, and he's gonna go get something out of his car because he was getting ready for the for the for the nighttime, you know, his preparation for the his his testimony. So I was like, "Hey, Pastor, can I? Are you on your way out? Can I walk with you?" He's like, "Yeah," and I end up telling him just kind of it, it was hard for me to even let let it out, you know. But I was like, "Listen, what what you just preached on, I, I it really just saved me." You know, and 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 I never thought that I'd get to a place where not that I'd throw in the towel, mm -hmm. but that I that I'd let past things get to me when I've been doing pretty good. Right. You know, I, I've recovered. I've over, over the years. God has helped me. God has grown me. You know, he's matured me, mm -hmm. taught me, helped me learn from lessons, you know, that I made in the past, you know find ways to move forward but then today for some reason man like i was down and out bro and i was feeling like man i don't need this i'm out of here yeah and and he's like man that's encouraging thank you for letting me know because you know as pastors how do you know if the message hit if the mess and and i was there to let him know like oh it didn't hit it plowed right through <laughs> me it, it, it broke every shield that i had up and just hit me right in the heart in my mind and yeah. it just it, it dealt with 
with what I was dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, and I just want to say thank you. And I told him that I was like, thank you. I really appreciate your ministry. Thank you for preaching that this morning. God spoke to me right then and there. And he's like, man, let me, let me tell you something, bro. He's like, looking, looking at a football game, right? We're at, we're, we're towards the end of the game, man. Mm. Right now is not the time to, to let the mistakes that you made in the beginning of the game right. mess you up. You got to focus on the you end. You got to, bro, we're, we're, we're at the end zone, man. Oof. Let's, let's, let's just dig in our heels and push. And you know what? If we stand our post and we stand our ground, God's going to be backing us up the whole time. Amen. And he said that, and I was, bro, I had chills, man. I was like, man, thank you. Thank you, kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the knot in my throat, bro. Right. Oh, geez, man. But that's good stuff. There's, there's so many other people that are, you know, that are probably, and I don't know, uh, especially around the holiday season, mm-hmm. a lot of pressure, folks. Yeah. Doing Christmas shopping, yeah, you know, maybe even hey, I can't even afford to get this gift, but I really want to, you know, bless my my family or mm-hmm. whatever. Falling and, and then falling into depression. Ah oh, man, if I wouldn't make the mistakes that I made earlier on in the years with my finances, then I'd probably be able to afford these things. Money mm-hmm. can can be a huge monkey on your back. Oh bro. yeah, huge right? gorilla, King Kong. Yeah, and if you let it. And it could weigh you down, you know, and then people cave into this depression and, um, you know, some do the unfortunate, you know, mm-hmm. find the temp- the the permanent solution for a temporary problem, like you said. Yeah. And and take their own life. You don't have to do that. Nobody has to do that. You know? Yeah. Speaking of holidays, uh, to kind of kind of shift gears a little bit, we uh, we we glazed over Thanksgiving. Oh, bro! Yeah, Thanksgiving was was uh was interesting for both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a little bit more unfortunate on my end, <laughs> but still a good time. No doubt. So, uh, so <laughs> this Thanksgiving we uh, we we packed up and we decided to go to uh, New Orleans. I say decided. We didn't just decide. Like we planned it like months prior. So a, a right. good a good friend of mine, I call him a brother. Uh, I met back in the Navy on the Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. And uh, I call he's my I call him my brother, and uh, him and his wife they live in New Orleans, and uh, he was like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna come to New Orleans this Thanksgiving?" And I was like, "Absolutely, let me yeah. do it." Because because you know it, it, I hadn't seen him in like maybe five or six years. It's it it's been a minute. Okay, but we always keep in touch. You yeah. know, you know through you know social media or texting or something like that. And so I'm like, you know what, we're gonna make it happen this Thanksgiving. Yeah, because we usually just stay local. I think last year we had uh, a couple of brothers over, um, single brothers, and blessed them. Uh, I actually kind of felt bad because uh, when I got back from New Orleans, um, one came up to me. He was like, hey, what would you do for Thanksgiving? He was like, I didn't have anywhere to go. I was like, oh, man. Uh, I kinda, I felt really, I was like, mm, man, I got to make that up. Yeah. You, n- you never know who's kind of like dependent on you. You right, know what I right. mean? Yeah. And so that's something that we got to stay conscious of. But uh, so so we anyway, we, we, we decided to go to New Orleans. Now, mind you. I think on Google Maps it says it's fifteen and a half hours, and uh, in reality, way. right? That's if you have spare gas tanks strapped to the top, and then you know, your kids are, and your wife are wearing diapers, right? So you have you don't There's have to no stop stopping at all, nothing. and everybody's fast in that. Day. Every, <laughs> so, so the reality <laughs> of it is, uh, it was 
about, I think, 17 hours going there. And <laughs> when I tell you, I didn't get any sleep. So I got off of work. I believe it was that Tuesday. And then we head out. We hit we hit the road. And uh, they, you know, the, the wife, they were packing and stuff while I was at work. And, uh, I, you know, I was feeling good. I was like, I'm not tired. Let's get it. That was that was that was a bad decision. It <laughs> <laughs> was a bad decision, and it ended up like stopping right outside. I think we were um, not Alabama, Mississippi. We were in Mississippi. All right, and uh, and I had to stop at a rest stop and get some sleep. And the wife drove like the last leg, but it, it, we got there, and um, I instantly, like when we got there, I felt like like I was coming down with something, and come to turn out, uh, come to find out. I was sick and so was the kids. The only person that really wasn't sick was Jessica, my wow. wife. And um, bro, like it was miserable. Like I had the I had the chills. I had uh, like like almost like hives, like heat rash, uh, no appetite. Man. I don't think it was COVID. I still have my sense of smell and taste, but I had no appetite. Mm. So Thanksgiving Day, I ate two bites and was like Stop. I'm done. For Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving, bro. Oh, bro. And and the food is amazing because Oh, bro. My my brother, he's he's a he's like he's a culinary specialist. He's a he was a CS on the ship. Yeah. But we all know like the difference between a CS who does it because they have to. Yeah. And someone knows. who wants to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is he could the ones be a that got some skill. Bro, he could be a Michelin chef if he wanted to. Wow. He, he he's the bomb. And so he made Bro, he made like gumbo, like with oh. with crab in it. Like what, bro? I'm telling you, oh. crab sausage. Like, and bro, I can slap you oh right now. Oh my gosh, bro. it was so it was so good. I, I got to eat it the next day because my appetite started coming back. I was but, about to say, man, hey, leftovers. But the day of, bro, the day I was of just I was hurting because mm. I'm like, man, this looks so good, but no appetite. Wow. And so he kind of he kind of put us in the back. Uh, he had a Airbnb that he's been like. Uh, it was a it's a two car garage that he converted into an Airbnb. Oh, okay. He hooked Smart. it. He hooked it up. That's dope, bro. I'm telling you, it looked like a little apartment, bro. Yeah. It had a shower in, bathroom, bed. It was a TV on the wall, bro. It was nice. That's he, cool. He man. he completely blessed us, bro. Wow. But um, other than that, and so uh oh the 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 cherry on top. His wife was pregnant. Yeah, and she wasn't due for um until after we were leaving, mm-hmm. but uh, a day before we were gonna leave, she goes into labor and she has a baby, bro. So shout out, shout out, shout out to Harrison Minnie, yeah, and and, uh, and congratulations on the new bundle of joy. Yeah, congrats on the newborn, man. So that was fun. So we were able to go to the hospital wow. and, and and see the the brand new baby. So and you guys were there. You got to yeah. partake in all of that, man. Yeah. It's a blessing. Bro. It was. It was yeah. a blessing. Even though it kind of it, it started off rough. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. ended very well. That's cool. So what what did you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, New York, baby. The Big New Apple. New York, man. I I you know, and this is something that we did last year, and um, there there was there was no there was nothing to do last year. There was nothing to really really plan or or you know for. For Thanksgiving, and so my sister was like, "Why, why don't y'all come up here?" And my brother was flying in too, from his, Cali, with his, with his girlfriend from Cali. Yeah, and so it it, it was a no brainer. Yeah, let's go and do it, you know. And then this year, we uh, normally do our annual camping trip, where we go tent camping. They drive down to here, Virginia, and we go to the Eastern Shore, Cape Hatteras, mm-hmm. 
and um or cape charles i'm sorry cape cape charles and we do camping for a week but we weren't able to make that happen this uh, this year yeah there was talks about it but since we ended up downsizing and selling our house and yeah and then cramming into this apartment and all of our stuff is in storage yeah, it kind all, of fell through. All of the camping gear are in the back of the storage. Oh, no man. way. <laughs> like, I have no idea where it's at. It's in there somewhere. We yeah. got the biggest storage space that we could, that the facility had. Oh, wow. So it's, it's jam-packed in there. Um, so it didn't happen. But one of the things that I was like, man, we, we definitely need to do this is, uh, is Thanksgiving. So my, my mother, she, she doesn't like to spend a lot of time in the United States, so... She has, mm. she, she, she lives most, most of the time in El Salvador and, uh, she comes over here, uh, just for special occasions. I didn't know that. When it gets warm. Yeah. Cause she has her own, she has her own property that she's, she's, uh, built up throughout the years. In El Salvador. Kids in El Salvador. Oh, that's she's awesome. Really, really comfortable. And, uh, that's her forever home, you know? Nice. And so she'll, she'll fly out here to help my, my sister out. Ernie and, looks just um, like his mom, by the way. <laughs> But she's, she's uh, a shrunken down version of Ernie, right? She's uh, she's spicy, bro. She's spicy. <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> she has no filter. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The, old, the older that she like, the the more that I fall in love with my mom. The the older <laughs> that she gets, man, because I see it and I'm like, man, I can't wait to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she she was here, and then uh, so I'm like, yeah, we got it. We definitely got to go up there, uh, and. And, and I realized by going up there that, uh, like, time's catching up, mm. you know? And I, and I see her and how she is. And uh, she's she's got, she, she's losing her eyesight. Oh, really? You know? But um, can't, can't, can't nobody tell her that, right? Because uh, she'll, she'll look at you and be like, oh, I'm perfectly fine. Right. I could drive. And <laughs> then she's driving and sideswiping people. Oh, you know? my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> but I ended up seeing that. And I'm like, it, 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 it. It hurt my heart, you yeah. know, because I'm like, man, I, I don't spend a lot of time with her. So those little bit of times, I I was so glad that we went, you know, and I would love to do spend more time with her uh, if if time permits, you know. Um, but she she only comes to 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 New York a certain uh, certain amount of times. Right. It's not she she doesn't like to live out here, and so uh, that was really really to me uh, important. Yeah, and so we went up there. And we had a blast. My my sister, she she has a small apartment, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but we cram in there, bro. And hey, we as New York, we, and we throw down, you know. And it was it was really really good, fun. Uh, just 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 loved it, you know. Uh, we we got to go to my my nephew's basketball game because he plays basketball. Oh, nice. We ended up going and acting a riot, you know, in a little gym. <laughs> you know, we we're rolling deep, so we're like, yeah. You know? <laughs> Mad turned up, you know, right. and so it it was pretty cool just being being able to see my nephew growing up, and he takes care of his mom. He takes care of my my sister. He loves her a lot, and so yeah, I could definitely see it. And I'm like, well, that's good. But um, no, thanks. Thanksgiving was awesome, you know. And um, uh, next next year, I I don't know if we'll go out there for Thanksgiving. Uh, de depends on what the situation is, but yeah. but we but we did want to do something this year at least for christmas you know for christmas eve do something a dinner or something like that and just invite folks right that, some that probably, local yeah because because yeah that's 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 one of the convictions that i that i have right is that 
every, every year we always try to do something for Thanksgiving because we know that being here, there's uh, a lot of people that are, are here because of the military. Right. Don't have family members, you know, so and then decided to get out of the Navy and then stay here. Yeah. Well, friends become family, yep. you know, and then so for the longest time, we would always host Thanksgiving, you know, and invite a ton of people. And not yeah. everybody would be able to come. Some folks would be Those like, hey, bomb. I'll, I'll come through, but I, I, I got another place that I got invited to. OK, it cool. Like three Thanksgivings yeah, on one hit, day, hit man. People, you know, uh, house hop, you know, yeah. during Thanksgiving and stuff. But the folks that 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 do come and stay that that meant that meant a lot to me yeah. you know and so um that's something that that we want to kind of tap into again right yeah again to do because there's other there, there's new folks that probably don't have mm -hmm. you know somewhere to partake or to break bread with right and have a good time and and so we could open up our our home yeah we're that. probably gonna do the same thing again next year you know and so 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 hopefully next next week we'll be able to make that happen and transform this little apartment and uh be be able to have for christmas dinner for christmas dinner yeah nice. this, yeah this year man it's not too are late we, are right? we invited of course bro yeah because <laughs> <laughs> we don't have anything planned but we'll bring a ham uh, oh bro we'll that's ham. one of the things that during thanksgiving i didn't get to have i didn't either and, and that's the thing I love the I most. I love glazed ham, bro. bro. We'll hook it up. So good. We'll hook it up. My man, that's what I'm talking about. And then we'll bring the, the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows. Oh, come on, somebody. Bro, I love it. Mm. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do. But one of the things that I that I wanted to do is is hit up the military barracks. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of the um the, the big one, they're they're in Norfolk because there's there's a lot of folks there, man, and it's and it's I don't know if you had plans for for right. Christmas Eve. I don't know if you're going to visit family. I don't know what you got going on. I, I'll open up my house to you. Yeah. Come on through. Yeah. Come on through to our little apartment and uh, we could break bread and have fun. Okay. I'll bring three hams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so barracks is huge. We're, we're, we're going to, we're going to, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not planning on, on, I have no idea if people yeah. will be open to it, you know, yeah. but. No, I think a lot of single uh, at, sailors at, and Marines would. At, at least I'm going to try to invite four or five folks, you know, to 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 come through. Yeah. Um, and uh, and hopefully build some new relationships, you know. Yeah. Or just give somebody where they could come and just just break bread. Uh, but yeah. So that's that's how Thanksgiving was for us, man. Thanksgiving done. Christmas is right around the corner. 2023 is coming. I mean, 2022 is coming to a close and 2023 is right around the corner, bro. So one of the things that, uh, that has, has really, really caught my attention, right. Is this, this year. I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like it bro flew by, uh, bro. I just got used. I feel like I just got used to writing 22 in the date and now <laughs> You know, there's always that adjustment period, <laughs> and now it's about to be 23, man. No doubt. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did the year go? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, so 20, when did the COVID thing kind of like dwindle down? Was that 21? Is 2022 the first year that we were like kind of, we kind of let COVID go? I think so, yeah. 2022. Maybe yeah. that's why I flew down. Maybe that's why I flew so much because we were so busy. Like we were, felt like we had to catch up on a bunch of activities that we missed out right in 2019 through 2021 i don't know man but it, it, it flew and even and it's not just like an adult thing either because 
Raymond, my oldest, is like, man, this year flew by quick. And I'm like, yeah, it did. Like, bro, like I, we just had our Christmas banquet. Uh, and now it's we're about to have our end of the year party, our annual end of the year festival. Festivation. Uh, festivation. That's a that's a new word. That's a new one, ladies and gentlemen. It's a celebration. Man. It's a festival and a celebration. It's a festivation. You heard it here first. You try to use that on pressing charges. I'm suing. No, yeah, it, this this year's flown by, man, and and here we are on the on the on the back end of it. Yeah, you know, and um. Uh, for 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 me and my family, pers- personally, I mean, Annie's gonna be nineteen. Yeah, Angelo's gonna be eighteen in January, in February, in February, in February. Yeah, Raymond's yeah. about to be eighteen as well. Mm-hmm. January fourth. <sighs> that's crazy. That's that's crazy. I'm only thirty six. I, I have a. I don't I'm about to have an old. I am. eighteen year old. Yeah, thirty. People, people, thirty. People, people right? think I'm in my 40s and 50s, bro, it's a, because it's of the, the grays. It's all good. It's the icy white hair. The, <laughs> That's all it is, man. <laughs> if you put some Just For Men in there, bro, uh, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's 25. That ain't happening. No. <laughs> you tried it before. Jessica today, she was like, bro, you're getting old. I'm like, yeah, She I said am. that? I am getting old. She's so out of pocket sometimes, bro. <laughs> She's so out of pocket. I can't control that woman. I love her to death, but she's always spoke her mind. She, man. She's like, hey, bro, you're getting old. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> she's trying to make herself feel young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know she's going to hear this podcast, right? She never listens to the whole thing, so okay. I can say whatever I want. Man, and a boo-boo. I say whatever I want. <laughs> Someone's going to tell her, though. Uh, Roseanne's going to be like, you hear what your husband said? <laughs> <laughs> Put you on blast. Put you on blast. <laughs> Yeah, what else man. we got, man? What, what else? What else we we uh, we want to talk about? Mm. Oh, oh, um, the uh, the biggest trade in WNBA history was made this year. What? Yeah, the biggest trade ever. Uh, Brittany Griner. Oh, <laughs> Stop <laughs> it, dude. We come on, man. Listen, you gonna get me on my soapbox, bro? Listen. How are we going to trade? Oh, my gosh. A Russian known as the Merchant of Death. Something out of like a James, James Bond James Bond villain, bro. <laughs> the Merchant of Death. A Russian. You know, you know that they caught this dude in Thailand. Oh, my dealing, gosh. Dealing arms to terrorists. You know that, right? Like, we have no idea the amount of bodies, U.S. soldier bodies, that was caused in By this man of this man doing his... His arms trade deals, bro. And we traded him for a six foot seven. She's six foot seven. She's tall. She's wow. tall. Let me let me fact check that. Nah, bro. She's I don't tall. even want to see, man. I, I don't even want to see. All all I know is Sasquatch. That's it. You know, that's, like, and let I, me let bro, me just say this. Come on, man. Let me just say this. That's, she's six foot nine. Uh, let me just say this. I'm glad that she's home. I'm glad that she's back. I'm glad that our government worked something out. I'm glad but you feel like that. I, I mean, you know, especially with the conflict in Russia, everything that's going on now, that, is, that has to be a very hostile place to be for an American. And so I'm glad that we worked something out. But I really feel like that was an uneven trade. We didn't have to give away the James Bond villain. No. It could have been a, a more equal. Tra- Bro, 
Nah. He's going to go back to doing supervillain stuff. Yeah, he is. He's going to go right back to work. Yep. Bro. 100%. No, listen. I ended up like um come coming up on a on a clip, a news clip. And this is news news anchors in 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 Russia right. or, or or in Europe. And they're talking about Oh yeah, nah. The U.S. got the short end of that stick, right? You know because these, because this guy is way more valuable <sighs> than that Britney Griner person. Yeah, and uh, not not only that, but you still got a Marine that is uh, that that has been over there for four years, and he's been a prisoner, right? Who who got caught up? And, and what what did he get caught up? I don't know anything about that one. What? What did he get caught that, up for? That, that to me was the biggest offense is that this dude has been there for four years in the Russian prison and he got caught up for something. I, 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 I don't know what exactly, but it was something small, right? Like Brittany Griner, you the know, vape having, cartridges, right? Cause that's having, all she had. She, she, she had drugs on her, right? Yeah. And, and so, but he's been there for four years, you know, yeah, and this is somebody who served our military. Right. Uh, versus somebody who playing basketball. Who, well, not only that, but uh, would would speak against what the U.S. stood for. Yeah. You know, and that that was one of the biggest things where it's like, wow, man, the world calls calls it karma. But but I call it you reap what you sow. Yeah. You know, you went what, ahead. What were her? Uh, what did she say? <sighs> so off the top of my head, I don't remember. But right. at that time, I remember her speaking against, you know, the America and how oh, it's, wow. it's it's such a horrible place to live. Oh, okay. Like one of those yeah, yeah, woke wokeism, woke yeah, yeah, wokeisms, right? Yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna pledge I'm I'm not gonna sing the pledge of allegiance. I'm not gonna stand up for, for the, the national anthem. You know, for yeah. the national anthem. The U.S. is such a horrible place to live because I got of, you. because of everything that's that's there. That that you know the the, the racism that's around and all this and that. Yeah. And then you get locked up and in it's Russia. Like in, in Russia. And then you really, During a conflict. And then you really start to see what oppression looks like. Yeah. And then it's like, no, 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 no. I had it pretty good, didn't get I? Get me out of here. Like, if, if, if she ever plays, right? If, if I think she said her, she wants to play again. Oh, well, if she ever plays and they play the national anthem, like, I better see her crying. You ain't lying, bro. I, I better see her shed some tears, She better bro. be kissing that court. <laughs> She better be hugging the flag, bro. Was, I, I think she was locked up for what? Uh, I think it was nine months or something. Yeah, like that. it was close to a year, I believe. So, so like nine months, and you were there. there there's still somebody over there that's been there for four years. Bro. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It's man, I don't know why you want to round me up, bro. <laughs> up. It's messed up. I don't appreciate that. Uh, but that was, um, ah, dude. Hold on. The, What's up? So, uh, Russia releases Trevor Reed, former U.S. Marine in prisoner swap. When? Um, has been detained since 2019. Uh, this 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 article is from April 27th, 2022. So I think he's I think he's free. Yeah, Trevor Reed. So yeah, yeah, he's been swapped, but he he spent more time there. Yeah, so he still did four years there. So I think what it is, yeah, it took uh, it took four years to get him back. And uh, see, so no, yeah, the Biden, I thought that he was still over there, bro. Mm-mm, no, see, Russian Foreign Ministry says Reed was exchanged for jailed pilot Konstantin Yoroshenko <laughs> in a prisoner swap that took place in an unspecified European country 
Yoroshenko was sentenced in 2011 to 20 years in prison for conspiring to import more than $100 million worth of cocaine into the United States. But what did the Marine do? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what did he do. I don't even... But yeah, uh, you guys can look that up on your own. His name is Trevor Reed. But no, he's free. He's free now. Huh. I guess back in April. Bro, but, that's... Well, all right. Well, you know what? Then that's my bad because I No, but still, it still took four years, that, though. That, that that dude was still in Russia. It still took four he years. still locked up. Yeah. Um, Goodness gracious. That's that's crazy. But yeah, right. maybe maybe the WNBA will you know have more viewership for that first game. She's back. I guarantee. I'm interested to see those numbers. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> I mean, who watches I'm not, WNBA? I'm not gonna watch it. I've but I'm interested to see those numbers. <laughs> Dude. Oh man. No, but the times that we're living in is crazy, bro. Like you, there's no denying that there's an uptick in crazy activity. Mm. In the world, but more for us here in the United States, right? Yep. There's a lot more that is is flying around as far as being okay. Like, oh man, I read the other day, I saw it all in my newsfeed on Twitter about in that that that, that there's a uh, oh man, drag queen show that is on tour for Christmas. It's like a holiday drag queen oh, show nice. for the holidays. Right. Oh. And they ended up showing nice family some event. clips of where it was taking place in Texas. And it, it, it was a dude, right. Drag, drag queen fit. Mm-hmm. Right. Had, had, had on a box on, a, on his chest. Mm-hmm. He had on a box strapped to his chest. Right. And then he unzips his, his, his top and he's wearing lingerie on uh, underneath. Right. Oh my gosh. And he unzips his top and inside of this box are some fake boobs. And it's straight it's straight boobs, straight right. titties. Right. That are fake, but they're hidden in this box and they're scrunched together. Oh my gosh. And there are kids there? There's kids there. The the dude begins to start like twerking. Oh my gosh. In the face of kids. I need brain bleach. I mean, I, uh, the, no, the image I have is, in my mind is terrible, and I... Bro, no, but this stuff is okay. This this, this is the kind of things that in this, that right now, is okay. A it's couple of weeks accepted. ago. A couple of weeks ago, because I don't want to spend too much, because I need, yeah, that that, that definitely uh, disturbing. Sorry if I gave you an image, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> young adults. I mean, but, it, but it's reality. I'm sorry, but this is the kind of world that we're living in where... These things are acceptable, and if you say that not, nah, that's not right. Well, then you're then you're a bigot and yeah. you're wrong. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. That has never been okay. No, that's not all right. Uh, another thing is here in Chesapeake, right in our backyard. Yeah. Right there, there was um, I think it was like two weeks ago, where um, there's a Satanist group that now got permission to begin to teach or have after school programs for their Satanist club. Oh, wow. And that was passed as in, yep, this is happening. This Mm. is happening because other religious groups have, have been allowed to do something like that. Right. And then the guy in the name name of freedom, 
I'm reading the article and the guy that's representing this, he doesn't even live in Chesapeake. Like the group isn't even part of the district of Chesapeake, right? And they were at the school board and they couldn't even speak on it. Parents show up where they're like, no, this ain't right. How the heck are we going to allow a Satanist group to begin a, uh, a, a program for kids after school? It's wild. Like, no, why is this okay? So what are you guys teaching? What what makes you think that this is okay? And they couldn't even speak on it because they're not even part of the district. They're wow. just through the law, making it, right? Getting in there so that it's okay. And then the main spokesman or the Satanist leader that is putting this group together ended up uh, putting together a little blurb of what, what they're about. Where they're like, hey, well, well we're not teaching. We're teaching... Kids freedom of knowledge Of creativity This mm. is what we're teaching them We're not necessarily pushing any religion to them We're just giving them A a, a room For them to be creative in thought Wow Right And it's Do what I will Right That's mm -hmm. It's based off of that But it's a Satanist group Man Right And I ended up reaching I, I sent the article to Pastor Reynoso And I'm like bro What in the world man Like we need to we need to pray, man, because yeah. this is crazy. And he, he texted me back and he was like, brother, we got a phone call because you know how Norfolk Public Schools, you know, they send out phone calls yeah. to parents and stuff like <laughs> they got Ch Chesapeake Public Schools ended up sending a phone call to all parents, letting them know about this group, about this group, about this group that is going to be allowed to have an after school program. And it's a Satanist group. Wow. This is these, what my tax dollars are going to, huh? These are the times that we're living in, bro. Yeah. These are the times that we're living in, man. And I remember my my kids telling me that there's that they're creating safe spaces in the high schools now and in the middle schools. They're creating after school programs where if you're LGBTQ plus, if you yeah. are a they, mm -hmm. then you could go to a safe space, you could go to a class where it's safe and it's and it's being ran by teachers yeah uh that is that's that's crazy so <laughs> I, let me let me say this i don't believe that anyone should be um bullied or like physically harmed because of what they believe themselves to be right i don't i don't i don't believe as christians we should do that but um i also don't believe that they should be able to control you know well one uh, what we say and uh, to distort reality, right? So let me, I'll give you a, a practical situation uh, where my son was involved. And I don't think I spoke about this on the podcast before, but um, my oldest, he's in high school. Yeah. And there is a, um, there's a girl. She's a, she's a girl. She's a biological girl. Yeah. And um, you can tell, you know, a lot of times, you don't, you don't, your, your brain can perceive, you know, what sex uh, a person is yeah, without even trying. You're right. like, oh, I can tell that that's a, a girl dressed up like a guy. It's, yeah. it's something that's a dead giveaway. Your brain can process that. Well, there's a situation where this girl, she identified as a, a boy. Mm. And, um, and so my son was addressing her. He was just talking to her in casual conversation because they share they you know, they're in drama class together or whatever. Um, and so he's like, Hey, um, I think he said her or she, he used the wrong pronoun, one that she didn't appreciate. 
uh, one that she didn't identify with and she was offended and she went and spoke to the, uh, the teacher, the drama teacher and said, Hey, he called me out of my pronouns and I don't like it. And so the teacher calls us, she calls my, she calls my wife and she's like, Hey, you know, I just want to, you know, let you know, you know, something happened today where, um, your son misidentified another student and they were offended. And we just want to bring it to your attention, you know, that we have to be sensitive to, you know, so-and-so and, and, Stop and, it. and bro, I like my, my first thing was my first emotion was anger. Like, right. how dare you one waste my time calling me uh, or my wife about this minor thing that this, you know, it's not, it's not even like a, the, the LGBTQ community is a very small community. I don't know what percentage it is, but it's very small. Uh, and for, for them to have such a loud voice to where they're able to um, influence the, the majority of the population, it's, it's mind blowing to me. That's how one, I know it's, it's a strategy, right? But um, the fact that they were able to call, you know, call my wife and say, you know, this happened as if it were, if it merited that, you know what I mean? Like I'm thinking something really like, like if a teacher calls you, it has to be a significant problem. Yeah. Like not a, not a, not an honest mistake. You know what I mean? Because he didn't do it to be malicious. So, so, so I got, just recently, Adriel, he's he's a freshman in high school, and, and we recently had a parent-teacher conference that we requested with his Spanish teacher because there have been more, multiple infractions, right? And in, in, in her saying that he's, his behavior is not good, right? The first time that we got a phone call from her, she talked to Josie, and then Josie told me about the situation, and I was like, all right, well, we're going to nip this in the bud because... We definitely, we, we, we definitely practice ownership in this family. Right. And that ownership starts with me and it goes on down. It trickles down to everybody. Everybody's expected to, to exemplify ownership, o- ownership, in my family. And that goes to him. And so we had a one-on-one and I had to let him know, Hey bro, you're wrong. If your teacher's calling, that means that there hasn't been more than one time and time again. Right. And now she's kind of she's at the end where she's like, I have no idea what to do next. I have to call your parents. I have to call your your parents. It's it's an infraction that's ongoing and I need them to help me in address this issue. Right. That is reasonable. Right. For her to call us. Exactly. Not a stinking miss. A mistake. A misgendering. Misgendering. Misgendering somebody for a one time thing. Right. I'd, I'd tell that teacher to go fly a kite. You kidding me? And that's what I was going to do. But like, we kind of, we kind of talked to the teacher like, uh, and then the wife got the sense that the teacher kind of had to do it. Ah, okay. Well, like it's part yes. of, it's part of their policy. Yes, you're right. Bro. And, and we're, we're like, Listen, the, they have to, they, they, as teachers, they have to be sensitive because to this changing can, climate. Yes. Because they can get into a lot of trouble by not, and it's it's just a rule now right. that they have to follow. Right. 
That is true. You're and, right. And and, right. and and if and so if the it's not bad for jumping the gun. It's it's all, no. It's so because but it's but that's the first reaction. Right, right, right. But now and now if he was if he was bullying, you know what I mean? Yeah, like if like, he was if chastening. He was, yeah, if if he was like, hey, you're not you're not a, a guy. I know that everybody. If he was being malicious, be malicious, antagonizing. Then I would have checked him. I'd be like, hey, yeah. Like well, not one bad. as Christians, we don't condone ourselves like that. Yeah. We're not the Westboro Baptist Church, okay? Nah, well, we're just condemning every everybody. Right. That, that's, that's that's not that's not the goal. That's not how you win more. What's the saying? You win more bees with honey than with vinegar. Yeah. And so you know, it's just like you know, I don't, I don't, I don't condone being nasty to anyone intentionally. No doubt. Uh, and but that wasn't the case. Mm, and yeah, so that's the yeah. thing that kind of caught me off guard. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely strange. Strange times we're living in, man. Yo, let me ask you this: switching gears a little bit. You got is is there one of your kids that 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 likes to test your gangster? Hmm, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, she's barely three years old. Oh, man. she knows exactly what she's doing, though, man. She knows exactly what she's doing. She be she be trying my patience, man. I love Bro. her. I love her to death. She's gonna be she's gonna be two here next uh, three next month, uh, and she is already. Testing your gangster, yeah, huh? like that, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and and my oldest, and my oldest son, you know, he he's he's almost eighteen, mm-hmm. but he knows his he knows his limits. So what I mean by testing your gangster, where it's you say something or they do something, and it's kind of like poke their chest out, kind of look at you, like it's like what? Hmm, that kind of tests your gangster. Uh, I, I don't think so. There's been times where I've like, uh, I've questioned Raymond. I'm like, so you're telling me that this is the truth? And he'll look me dead in my eyes and be like, yes. And you know that he's lying. And I'm like, that is man, dude, you better not be like bold faced lying to me, bro. Like looking at, looking at me in my eyeballs and lying directly to my, you better not. (laughs) Cause that, that will, that will, I'll, man, I'll rip the ceiling off. That that is in a way testing your gangster. Bro. It is. It that is. is. But there's, uh, different, there's different ways to test your gangster. So have you been tested? Oh yeah, bro. What's happened? Oh man, <laughs> bro. My boy Chico, man. How did I, I, how did I know it was Chico? <laughs> your clone. You know, and your archetype. I, this is this is me reaping what I've sown. Mm. You know, this is this is me kind of. Um, kind of out of all four of my kids right he is the most similar to me in physique Mm -hmm. and in attitude Mm. and he is the type of person that wears his emotions on his sleeve right and uh and i'm like that too like i'll be straight up I, i i i do my best to work on that Right. Yeah. But if I don't like something, sometimes my face gives me away. I, oh yeah. I, I don't have a poker face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got saved, but your face didn't. <laughs> Not right away. <laughs> when your temple starts to pulsate and your your your, your jaw is tensioning, it's a dead giveaway. That's Ernie saying. I don't like what you're saying right now. Yo, no, listen, man. I've I. You're right. You, you're right, bro. I've, no, I've known I, you for too long. I cannot deny it. I can't deny it. Like I've known you for what, 15 years now. Even though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, even though, even though in in my mind, I'm I'm thinking about ways for for you know for things to be okay. You know, like we're all right. Let's 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 think about the positivity in this situation. 
um right and uh, uh oh man oh did, the family hear that stomping jeez the ladies just got here oh my gosh and we're live okay we're gonna use this opportunity during our podcast do a instagram live all right what's going on all yeah. right we got frankie What's up, Frankie? Frankie, what's going on? My man, what's up? And so we're over here recording our our newest episode that's going to drop. Soon. What's today? Today is Saturday. Saturday. So So it'll drop drop Monday. Monday 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 morning. morning. Yep, is when it's going to (gasps) drop. Yo, look at what my daughter just got me. What is that? Is that a super NES? Is that an ornament? Bro, look at this ornament. That's so dope. Yo, this is... I'm geeking out right now. That is dope. That's dope. I like this. I love you, baby girl. Appreciate that. She just came back uh, with with the wife from a um, what is it? A uh, or, ornament. Oh, swap. ornaments. Oh, so she got that ornament one from the ornament swap. swap. Yeah, this is dope, man. I like this. That's sick. All right, so we're recording our latest and greatest. We actually, if you join this, um, want to take this opportunity to to see what do you guys want us to talk about. We're we're just pretty much spitballing, just off the top of the dome piece. Yeah, this Anything. is a segment we call uh, free speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we yeah. don't we don't have any kind of uh, direction that we're going. We're not we're not going to a topic. We're kind of just uh, spitballing ideas. You give us something to talk about. We're gonna talk about it because we got free speech. We live in the land of the free, the home of the brave. Come on, America, somebody. baby. That's right. That's right. And uh, hey, we we got freedom of speech, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna exercise that freedom. That's that's right. All right, <laughs> Annie over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <clears throat> listen, um, what what we were just talking about is which one of our kids likes to test our gangster, right? Um, and uh, oh man, all right, Frankie G, my man, all right, splitting holidays between family and friends. You know what? We were actually talking about that earlier in the episode. Yeah, yeah we were. Know, where it's so that's that's what. So be, because we are where uh, where where we live at, right? We I'm originally from Queens, New York. The wife is from San Diego. Uh, we 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 don't we don't have family that lives here, right? So the friends that we've had throughout the years have become family, right? And and so that's that's who we spend the holidays with, yeah, to the best of our abilities, yep. right? So something that that we used to do and we're going to start picking up on doing as, as the the years come is every Thanksgiving, we would open up our home and host Thanksgiving for, for different friends and family members that don't have anywhere to go. You know, you want to break bread and stuff like that. So we're at, we ended up this year going to going to New York for Thanksgiving. Right. So for Christmas, we're going to open up our home. You know, and that's how we kind of balance out splitting between family and and friends the different holiday seasons. Yeah, but uh, appreciate you throwing uh, throwing that out there. Yeah, I think communication is a big one too. So if you communicate with your family, like, hey, uh, you you plan months, you know, prior, like, hey, this is what we're gonna do uh, for Thanksgiving. We're gonna stay here, but for Christmas, we're gonna spend it with you. You know, you kind of let them know so you don't kind of leave them in the dark. And that's something that I do with my family. And I'm like, hey, so uh, so this year we went to New Orleans for uh, for Thanksgiving. And but for Christmas, we're staying here. We're staying local. So we get to we get to uh, experience Thanksgiving with our, our, our family and then Christmas with our church family. So 
I think communication is big on that end. Well, so I like to plan. Right? Planning, and, planning and so is key. communication and planning is big. You know, I, sometimes I'm down with doing things last minute at the fly of the cuff, you know, but other times it doesn't work out like that. To me, it works out better if like I'm a planner. All right, let's let's set things in place ahead of time so we can go ahead and plan for that. Right. And and so that's that's really, really big to me. Uh, uh, planning, planning stuff out, yeah. you know, be, because it's kind of hard doing things last minute. Right. And it then. Is. You got to be able to kind of see, all right, if I am opening up my home, then who's who's going to be down to come and right. who's going to be down to, you know, a lot of times it's especially for, for the holidays, everybody brings something. All right, cool. Well, so that we don't have uh, five glazed hams. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. You know. Right. And so there's a lot of planning that that goes into something like that. You know, uh, I, I imagine that it'd be a lot easier doing it, you know, uh, young. Right. Because. Like like Annie, she's she's getting bigger, right? And 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 so she could plan on, okay, I'm gonna spend time here, and then I'm gonna go over here. I got invited to here, and it's easier for you to move. But when you got a family, it's, yeah, it's hard to just it's a do little that. bit more complicated. Right, right, right. Uh, all right. So the family's leaving right now. I see the kids yeah. moving by. For for all the listeners right now, we're on Instagram live right now, and for everybody on Instagram, we are taking questions. If you have any uh, topics or any questions you want to ask us, this is our free speech segment. So this is the opportunity to just say, say, hey, what's up? Or uh, let's talk about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right right before Raymond dropped the Instagram live on us, uh, we were talking about uh, kids that like to test your gangster. Right. And yeah. and so I was talking about the one kid of mine. I think he left already. I hope he did. <laughs> I hope he's <laughs> But he likes to test me, bro. Like there's there's a lot in him that i see yeah i saw you yeah bro like i I see me so at the same time it's almost like i i wish i had somebody that helped me deal with who i was when i was a teenager right does that make sense no absolutely right so i didn't have my my older brother there because he he because because he joined the military early on right my mother was always working father wasn't in the picture right so you got you got thugs in the street that that want to be an example to you right you know but all they could teach you is how to do stuff from the street so i wish that i had somebody that could be able to check me on my attitude back when i was younger right you know and and so that's 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 something that that i see in my kid and i'm like right this, this little sucker is identical to me man he's He's uh he's he's bro he is crazy right right he's wild like me and he is so you so you know exactly what he needs to hear so you know exactly his thought processes because you're like that's a younger me it's like going back in the past and being able to coach myself bro yeah so like imagine you right imagine you now but imagine you when you were 15 years old yeah. in this generation that you live in right now. So, so Raymond, Raymond is, is a lot like me, but with less, what the kids call Riz. It's called Riz now. Riz. You know Riz is? Oh, I'm a ha- nah, man. You know, all right, so you got, you got to, you got to stay up on, you got to stay up on. Do y'all know what Riz is? So, so Riz. I have no idea. This is news to me. I don't know what Riz is. I heard the, I heard the word first. R-I-Z-Z. Riz. And then I had to think like, what's the root word? What does this come from? And I figured it out. It's Charisma. So they shorten the word charisma down to riz and it's pretty much it's your game right so it's like how you how, how they call what else did they i guess they just called it game back then 
you know, spitting game. And now, and so now the question is like, as like, how much Riz do you got? Would wow. you, would you, would you Riz this girl up? So would you sweet, <laughs> would you sweet talk her? Right. Yo, and so that sounds nasty to me, son. Like I just, <laughs> I, just I think about, something. bro, I had, to, I had different. to Google it, bro. I'm, I'm 36. I had to Google what Riz was. You know what? I I think I heard some of my kids. I think yeah, I, I guarantee you they're using it. Cause Raymond, cause I call Raymond out on it. So it's, so I do a lot of research through Raymond. I'm like, Raymond, yo, what is, what does Riz mean? Well, you use him as a, I, I, you know, he's my ear to the streets. No doubt. Right. I gotta, I gotta stay up. So he right. was like, he's like, Oh, that's like, you know, sweet talking a girl or you know how much game you got i'm like ah okay mm, so mm. that's so that's riz okay and so um so he doesn't he's like i don't use the word though and so yesterday he mm. was like he was talking in casual conversation and I, I think we compared him to someone and he was like oh yeah but i except i got more riz i was like you wow, got more what now oh oh so now <laughs> you're using this so you have riz now huh and i'm just like man you know, you just gotta keep your ears to the street. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta know the lingo of the generation, or you're gonna be lost. They're gonna be talking in code all around you. You're not gonna have any idea what they're saying. So I, keep your ears to the streets. Bro, that's that's funny, man. I've never heard that before. Yeah, now you know Riz. So you you should you should ask uh, Papo and Chico about oh, it. Oh, I'm pretty sure that they could talk my ear off and yeah. let me know about how much Riz they got. I guess I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, we got, we got Trident Lawn Services. Hey, listen, if you're in the 757 area, you need some lawn services, hit up my man Sigfredo. Yes, and, sir. And uh, Wendy, they, they, they do it up. You know, I see that they just joined us right now. He actually, um, uh, cut down a tree for me. Like, a a tree limb had fell, it fell on my oh, car. Bro, I remember that. It was like, it, it was like, it was no, a cage. this isn't, this, this wasn't like a tree limb. This was like another tree growing out of the tree. Pretty much. It was like a it big was portion huge. of the tree kind of fell and it, and it, it trapped my Mazda. It's my wife's car, but it, it fell around it perfectly like a cage. It caused no damage oh, because lucky. it kind of landed on the, um, what do you call it? The cross beam of the, the, the sports rack yeah. on top. And uh, anyway, Sigfredo came over. He had never done it before, but he he threw the rope over another tree branch and then supported it and was able to lift it up and cut pieces off, bro. Trident Lawn Services. <laughs> if you are in the seven five seven, the truth. You need to you need to reach out yeah, to my yeah. man Sigfredo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My mi mi hermano, <laughs> mi brother, mi gente, mi gente. Mi gente. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Trident Lawn Services. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we are doing a uh, this this segment free speech. Uh, feel feel free to chime in uh, if you got any questions. You wanna you wanna uh, talk you wanna talk about anything? Go ahead and drop it in in the uh, messages. We'll go ahead and cover it, it or try to try to cover it and balance it out. We we we've, we've been talking about a lot here in, in yeah. this. Uh, we're at an hour and 38 minutes of this podcast. We're going to be wrapping it up here soon, though. Time flew, man. This was good. This was really good, man. It's been a while since since we recorded one. It, life yeah. has been busy. The times that we're living in are definitely changing. Uh, we definitely covered that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what it is to, 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 live, to live for God in the day and age that we're living in right now, right? To be a man of God, to be a husband, and uh, to be a father to our kids in the times that we're living in. Really, really uh, precedent times. Yeah. Right. And uh, things, things are definitely changing. What about personal growth? How about that? Personal growth. So for me, uh, this year has been a year 
of doing things that I wouldn't normally do. Kind of stepping out and seeing what I'm capable of. Stepping out of my comfort zone. Uh, like we were talking about the men's comms thing. Yeah. I had done it last year, but I almost didn't do it this year because I had so much stuff going on. But uh, mm. thank God for the uh, the brothers who encouraged me, including you, Champ, uh, Pastor Berendret was like, "Hey, man, you can't let this, you can't, you can't let this fall off." Oh yeah, no, this is. And so, uh, being uh, being now listen, listen, like Pastor even said, "Hey, I could see this becoming something that we could we could invite and extend out to the area churches, yeah, and the area men." And yeah. maybe even turn this into like a men's discipleship thing. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. just just to invite the men just to come and hang out just to come and bro it out. Yeah. And I've already started right? thinking about the format for that. And so like, nice. I think I think just being comfortable being uncomfortable has been the motto for this year. So even though I didn't I like that. want to do it, I, I was I was a little overwhelmed because, uh, you know, the holidays and then the, the Christmas banquet and. Uh, I, I started up the the weight loss challenge with the men. Also, I had so much on my plate, but, um, you know, I said, you know what? I need to look outside of myself and just embrace the suck, right? Embrace the uh, uncomfortability. And, and as a result, um, a lot of people were blessed. And I had people come to me afterward and say, you know what? Um, I think that these events that you're doing are going to be um, a reference point for a lot of men and, and, uh, and it's little things like that, that just kept me going. And so personal growth, uh, cause before that we also did, um, me and, um, Anthony Mortolaro, uh, Thasm gallery on, on Instagram. If you want to go over there and follow him, uh, we, we did the uh, cars and pina colada event. Yeah. The cars and pina colada event and, for the church. Yeah. yeah. And there was so much logistics that went into that, you know, doing an event and stuff like that. You guys are great at that, man. Thank you, bro. You guys, Thank you. You guys tore. You guys tore. Bro, that that means a lot because, like, it was a lot. It was a lot that went into it. Of course, a lot of uh, doing a lot of things that were uncomfortable. You know, doing things I never, I never did before. But as a result, um, I believe I grew a lot as a as a man, as a person, going through those things. Because if you if you don't go through any kind of things that challenge you in life, then you're just gonna stay the same. You're going to, yeah, you're going to stagnate. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from you're gonna plateau, you're going right? to plateau. And so I learned how to, how to deal with men, how to talk to people, mm -hmm. how to encourage people, how to network, how to um, collaborate. Mm -hmm. And so from, from doing these events, uh, uh, it's, it's definitely pushed me into a new area of um, <clears throat> being able to one, organize these type of things, but also has given me a boost of confidence and also an awareness, uh, a new awareness of um, just how things operate and what goes on behind the scenes and yeah. what it takes to be appreciation a leader. Too. Yeah. And so, yep, this year has definitely been a, a year of growth. Hey, Black Cocoa Bean, thank you for coming into the chat. Kim, what's going on, lady? <laughs> Yo, hey, Kim crept up on, on her and Chloe. Listen, li listen, she... <laughs> I got real tactical earlier because of her. <laughs> today? Oh, yeah, today. Because of her. 
I got real, real tactical. So I, so I was outside and I was doing something for, for Annie, her car, for Christmas. She she asked for a couple of things that she's been asking for for a long time. And <laughs> today I had the time, so I went ahead and did it. I'm working on the car and I, for my peripheral, like I, I noticed a car just driving, right, real slow <laughs> in front of our driveway. Right. And I'm looking and I'm like, yo, who is that? Right. And I... And I'm like, all right, well, maybe they'll speed up. Now they kept going slow. And I was like, yo, who is that? And then I I, I peeped them, do a U-turn <laughs> and come back. And then and then I see her and Chloe get out. And I was like, oh, what's going on, ladies? And she was like, I saw you, Ernie. I saw you. <laughs> you were like, you was about to take out your gun and shoot me. Hey, <laughs> hey you got to stay aware, man. You can't be sneaking up on people. Can't be caught slipping. I, I was like, yeah, I was about to, I'm looking at my surroundings. You know, swivel around the neck, you know, just kind of like, hey, is yeah. everything good? You know, because I'm out there working. I'm not paying attention to what's Stuff what's, happens, what's going bro. On. You never know. You can never be too careful. Bro, I mean, right? we just had that shooting at the Walmart in um, Chesapeake. The one in Chesapeake. Yeah, yeah on man. Battlefield at the Walmart. And so um, not only that, but I saw, I think I saw a TikTok where a woman um, at the Walmart off Alaskan almost yeah. got human trafficked. So like she was being um like what? there was yeah there were some guys they were hanging out by the um the claw machine you know the claw that comes down and grabs yeah. the stuff in so they were kind of hanging out around it pretending to play the game but they weren't they were really like keeping an eye on her what and so they they were, they were in a van and they were parked next to her car so as she as she crosses the threshold leaving the Walmart all three of them like follow her out the door and she notices it and she turns around and goes right back inside and goes to an employee and says, hey, can I have an, uh, an escort to my car? And when, when they saw that, they, uh, she, picked, she got on her phone, called the cops, and they saw her on the phone, and they took they off. They rolled out. They rolled out. So, you know, bro. No, that's, that's a real thing. Now, did, did you know that human traffickers, the way that they uh, tag females or people in general, is using a uh, black tie wrap, and they put it on the, the opposite side of the driver? They put it on the rear passenger side door. Wait, they, they they put a black tie wrap, just a regular black tie wrap, and they like a bread tie. Like no, what is a, t- like a tie wrap? A zip tie. A zip tie. Oh wow! They use a zip tie, right? And they leave it loosely, a black zip tie, and it's they put it in an inconspicuous spot where you won't notice it, but that means that they've tagged you, and 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 so anybody within their crew of human traffickers it's easy for them to spot you and see you and pick up on your routine. Wow. So, so if you're out there and you, if you didn't know that, especially if you're a lady, right. And if you're single, if you're young, uh, just check your car. Just yeah. Do check a your once car. over. Just, just, just do it once over around your, your car. If there's a black tie wrap, begin to change up, switch up your routines. Like me, this is, this is what I do. And I'm a, I'm a grown man. Ain't nobody going to snatch me up. Right. But, but yeah. what, just for my situation, awareness, there's, I, I go to the same job every single day. But I don't take the same route, yeah. right, to to go to work, and um, so so I like to take different routes just because that's my situational awareness. It's just in me to do that. But it's it's really good for anybody else out there, just so that you could be aware. Yeah, you you never know. We're living in some really really dark dark times, <sighs> and a people human, are getting more evil. Not only that, but 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 people that are evil are getting more creative. Yeah. Right. And they're yeah. using different diff, different techniques in order to be able to capitalize on 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 them doing their activity. Right. And yeah. So for human traffickers, it's real. It's out here. I didn't know about that story that you just told me. Yeah. But that's something that I just did. You know about the black tie? Rap, no. The black zip tie no I know thing? now. 
So that's something you wow. know, to be aware. Just do it once over around your your car, you know, and that and that way you could be aware of um, you know, if 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 somebody's tracking you, if somebody's tagging yeah. you, or if somebody's got you in the in in yeah. your crosshairs, you know? Yeah. So um, you know, husbands, you know, teach your teach your wives to be aware in uh in public situations. I was so proud of the wife today. Oh, wow. uh, I think she's listening. But we were at the uh, we were at the outlets for mm-hmm. outreach and there was an individual who instantly set off like my my creep alert mm. and he was wearing he looked like you know Cali Muscle. You know what Cali Muscle is yeah, the yeah, big yeah. dude? He looked like that. He had a he had a do-rag on, he had a black bubble jacket and like some neon green like sweatpants. What'd he do to make <clears throat> spidey senses? He was kind of he was kind of walking around with no real purpose, and he was looking at people, and it looked like he was looking for, I don't know, like a victim almost. You know what I mean? Like kind of stalking, like the way you would see like a wolf, like kind of stalking the perimeter, or, or like a lion, like looking for like the weak one. I, that's that's what I saw, and so I didn't say anything to the wife, mm. but she looks at me and goes, "Are we good?" Mm. And I was like. Okay. Yeah, we're good. All right. And so she's hey. so she's she's become more aware of her surroundings. Yeah. Because I've you know I've kind of said you know babe, this is these are the things that are happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know you got to be aware. Yeah. You can't be in the in the green. It's, no it's white. You can't be in the white. You right. Know, the color codes of awareness. You can't be ignorant, right? To to the to the area to the times that we're living in and where you and where you could possibly be at, right? Yeah. Um, so we got a we got a comment in the chat from Mena. It says, uh, "And when you go to your car or slash home, have your key ready uh, before you get to it." Facts. One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. And if your car has a um, the red panic button. Cover that thing and get ready to use it. No doubt, because it'll cause My attention. Man will. Hey, I appreciate, man. Hey, I appreciate you chime you chiming in. You yeah. know, and uh, no, that's 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 definitely really really big. Um, I I know for like where we used to live at off of Stony Point off of Newtown Road, there was a uh, rec center and there was um, uh, no Norfolk PD guy that on his off days would would uh, teach self defense courses free. Yeah, but but it was only for women. That's dope for women and 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 young girls. Yeah, and so I so I told the wife about it. She ended up going and and having a good time. She really really That's liked dope. it, you know. But it was an area where he would teach. Hey, any kind of self awareness, right? That you as a woman could could be able to do, right? To use in battling against somebody trying to abduct you, somebody trying to rape you, somebody putting trying to trying to put it, put hands on you. Yeah, you know, you could never be too careful. And so we're not saying this to put out like any any spirit of fear right no what i'm the reason behind why i'm saying this is it's good to be aware yep just be aware there's nothing wrong with having your head on a swivel right and i'm not talking i'm not talking about being paranoid it's it's just kind of noticing so like when when kim drove by really really slow i didn't know that that was kim right because i wasn't looking at the person i was looking at the activity of the car that's what drew my attention right Cause, cause, cause I know the street that we live in folks, you know, drive slow, there's stop sign, slow, stop on the opposite side, slow, stop. But then they normally take off Well, this right. person, you recognize the normal pattern. And I, and I was like, hold on, whoa, what's going on? And I'm looking 
And then they keep on. And now I'm trying to focus on who the driver is. Mm -hmm. And when they popped the Yui, I was like, oh, it's about to go down. Right. (laughs) And so and she pulls up and she's dropping off Chloe. And I was like, oh, all right. What's going on, ladies? But they 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 saw me in my mode where it's like something switched. Something. Yeah. And it's like (laughs) they were laughing at me. I think think it's more natural for men uh, as uh, protectors. To, no to keep an eye over the over the pack, you know what I mean. No doubt, and wanted to, and, and just being aware of any you know imminent threat to the to the to the unit. Well, that's that's what a man should be, right? Right. Should that's be, what yeah. a man should be. Oh, and and that that might be contrary to what you know to what the world may 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 think that a man should be. You know, uh, there's there's a lot of talk that you see um, <laughs> that kind of you know uh, uh um, a man is is too manly right too masculine there's you know it's a ah oh, it's a turn off now when men are too masculine well hold on all right and I, and and I'm going to throw an idea out there that I've heard before I think well, Angelo, he listens to um, what's what's this guy? Is it Andrew Tate? Uh, top Top G, yeah, yeah, top yeah. G, Andrew Tate. <laughs> Andrew yeah, Tate. you know that's the first thing that came to yeah, mind. But go ahead, top, top G, right? And it's okay. So you, so chivalry is now being sexist. You know when when a man is polite, right? So now you don't want a man to do that, right? Or you don't want a man to open up the uh, door. Uh, you don't you don't want a man to. To show that he is, hey, I'm over here, you know, you're at the table, you know, we're we're together and I'm going to engage you. And anybody that comes near, it's like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, you exactly. Know? You don't want a man to be like that now. And and it's like women nowadays. Um, uh, now, from what I've heard, right, and from what I've seen, want a guy that's more kind of at ease, more kind of like uh, not so confrontational, I guess. Not challenging. Right, not not challenging, but okay, what if you're facing the situation, like what, what I just mentioned, right? What if you're faced with the situation when you're out with a guy, let's say you guys meet up, right? You're out on the on the boardwalk in Virginia Beach, for crying out loud. And uh, uh, this is a real story. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Okay, no, it's not. No, <laughs> but, it's not. This is not real. But I've 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 heard from another brother that that took his wife out during while uh, while it was warm, right? And Virginia Beach, the oceanfront, uh, uh, attracts a lot of people, you know, tourists, you know, that come over here for vacation time, right? Yeah. And so it ends up attracting a lot of folks. So you got people up in the hotel room. And you're out with your lady trying to have a nice night. Right. You just get done with dinner. Hey, let's go walk on the boardwalk. You know, let's 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 walk off the food. Right. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's beautiful. You got the ocean, beautiful scenery. For what? Just so that your your girl could get catcalled. Oh my by, gosh. By by some drunk dude on the on the fourth floor, right? And they're over here, you know, name the name calling. Right? right. Well, even worse, what if there's a group of guys that are drunk and they're right there on the boardwalk? Right. Right. And you're faced with that scenario. What would you prefer that man do? Right. One of those drunk guys comes and tries to put hands on you, you, the woman, Mm -hmm. regardless if your man is there or not. But you're you're on this date with this person. What would you prefer the man to do? Right. Would you prefer it for for him to engage and be like, hey, bro, nah, man, this nah. What do you think you're doing? Right. Or would you prefer for him to kind of shy away and cower away cower away lock the doors in the car because that's a kind of or or (laughs) even worse kind of tuck and run right and leave you there well let's talk about what you did to offend these guys and let's right see if we can avoid this happening again come on like is that what you want (laughs) now listen i'm not the type of person now i used to be the type of person the aggressor that would be looking for an altercation right 
that's not what I'm saying that a man should be. Right. Right. Because one of, one of the best things that you could do as a man, if I'm faced with an altercation, if I can find a way out of it, then I'm, then I'm going to back out of it. Right. But if someone is in my space and putting hands on my woman or putting in danger, anybody that's a loved one to me. Right. On my, on my person. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry, bro, but it's, but it's going to be a problem. Right. Right. Okay. This is my area of responsibility. And, and you're going to see me react. Right. Right. And, and so, um, I pray that that never happens. Right. Right. Um, but you're going to get a reaction out of me. Why? Because that's what a man's supposed to do. He's supposed to come to the defense of those that he loves. Right. Right. So we got another comment in the chat. All right. So we got, um, the women today think masculinity is toxic until they need it. Oh yeah. Right. Very, very true. I heard a, I heard a comedian say something like, uh, uh, as the, as the Titanic was, uh, was sinking, right. Mm. You know, you had the, you know, women and children first, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And all the, you know, all the women that were, you know, big, you know, macho women, yeah, yeah, yeah. they tied their hair in pigtails and were like, I'm just a girl, <laughs> bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just like, it's that, it's that type of situation where it's like, you know, masculinity is toxic. And like you said, until you need it, until, until it's, until, until it's beneficial for you. Right. And so, you know, yes. It, it, so it's funny. I saw another video where um, a guy goes up to these women on the street and he's like, can I read you some, some quotes? And can you tell me what you think about them? Mm. And they were like, okay. And he was like, I'm going to read this quote. And he says, um, I believe that women are, uh, are beautiful. I believe women are fragile and I believe women should be protected by men. And and they were like, oh, I love that. I love that person. Who is that? And the dude was like, that's Andrew Tate. And she was like, oh my gosh, I hate him. I hate him so much. And he was like, why, why do you hate him? She's like, I just do. And, and you know, and it's just like, you know, they, they, the, the masculinity thing is just like, <laughs> oh man, Will, he was like, I saw that clip. I saw that clip. I'm telling you, man. It's just, you know, it's, it, it's hard to be, um, a, a man, a protector in these days. And, and you're starting to see some men shy away from doing it period. Like they're, they're like, um, Oh, so, so this date isn't going anywhere. We're splitting the check. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've seen that. It's like, Oh, and, and so, you know, men don't want to be the traditional, like, um, I'm paying for this date. Anymore. I got this. We're going to, yeah, I got this. Now it's like, we're going to go half on this. And I think, you know, it's yeah, like, so I've been, I mean, me and me and my wife have been together for 20 years. Right. And so I've been out of the gate, the dating game for many, many, uh, for, for two decades. Right? right. And, and so I don't know what it would be like to date in today's age. Right. right. Um, but, but that's something to me that's, that should be a given. It's natural. It's, it's, if you're, this is the way that I see things. Right. And this is just me. If I'm inviting you out, you, my boy, or I invite you and your wife, Hey, let's go out to, let's go out to dinner. Right. You didn't have plans to go out to dinner. Yeah. It wasn't you, in the budget. You had plans to hang, to go home. I don't know, eat some hot pockets, a couple of noodles and call it a night. Right. It's a good night. Right. And, and, <laughs> and so, but now I've invited and I'm like, Hey, let's, let's go out. So if I'm saying, Hey, let's, let's go eat some, 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 uh, I don't know. Let's, sushi. Let's go eat some sushi. Oh, come on, somebody. Some sushi, bro. <laughs> let's go eat some sushi, bro. You and the wife and me and my wife. Okay, cool. Let's go. When when we get there, what I'm expecting is 
then I'm going to pay for this. Right. Because I've invited you. Right. I, I, I mean, I don't think that it's so hard to translate that same thought process into if you're dating somebody and I'm inviting you out to, to dinner with me. Right. I'm going to cover the I'm expenses cover the cost. of the date. I'm going to cover it. It's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Right. I've 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 put myself I put you in the situation and it's not a situation. It's a good time. Yeah. But it's on me. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't understand. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't understand what the kickback is today where I mean, if 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 you're a lady, why why wouldn't you want a man to do that for you? Yeah. Right. And and so now then there's the extreme opposite. Right. Of mm -hmm. a dude. Right. Right. There's the a dude that is very uninvolved. Mm. There's the dude that it's I got what I wanted and now I'm out. Right. Don't bother me. The guy that never pays for anything. The guy that's always expecting for the for the woman to, to right. put out and to pay out right. and to everything. Hey, pick pick up everything. Have you heard of the uh the scrub hug? What? It's it's called the scrub hug. It's, the heck is that? It's so like so say for instance you have a, a man and a woman they're out to eat, right? Or yeah. they go to McDonald's. Mm -hmm. He's not paying. So what he's so she as she's like swiping the card, he's behind her like this, like kind of like like resting on it's 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 a posture Stop that it. men take up Stop. that don't aren't used to paying for anything. <laughs> and it's called I think I believe it's called the scrub hug. And it's it's always the same. It's just like this dude is no good and he's clinging on to this this Ooh. woman like it's his mother. And she's Yo. paying for a, a, a lollipop that he wanted. Stop it. Yeah, it's it's Yo, the lady, the lady boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's terrible in these streets, bro. I'm telling you. Oh man, no, but, yeah. no, no. But um no, speaking about growth, right? Let's 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 jump back on on growth. Cause at the end of the year, the year flew by, right? Where have we seen that we've we've grown right and 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 maybe you as a listener maybe you can begin to reflect as we're winding down this podcast right um maybe maybe you could reflect on as the year's closing on us real real quick within a couple of weeks we're going to be in 2023 and it's going to be a whole new year right yeah uh what I see a lot of people do is uh new year's resolutions right and and not knocking any new year's resolutions but if you just say, I, this next year, I'm going to do this. I believe that if you have something that you could reflect on in what this, the last year has, the last situation has, has, has helped you through. Right. right? I think that that could be a building block into what next year is going to look like. Yeah. Right. And so kind of, kind of like a snowball effect. Right. And, and so that's why I say, let's reflect on where we've grown. Right. Yeah. Where, where we have men grown where you know young adults that are listening where have where have you grown right yeah. in this past year where you can see maybe you didn't start realizing some things about yourself up until last month right well that's that's something mm -hmm. right and and so one of the areas that i've that i've realized or that i've i, I think that i've grown in is in exampleship and gratitude yeah right so gratitude is big to me when when uh when somebody says thank you like i feel that Mm -hmm. You know, somebody tells me, thank you. It's like, man, it's almost like, thank you for saying thank you. Right. You know, because you're being gracious of what, of what I did. Yeah. Right. But then I started thinking about, well, how have I exemplified gratitude? Gratitude. Right. And, and so, man, be, make it, make it more of a, more of an intention to be an example mm -hmm. and show gratitude 
to my kids, right? Just kind of being that example to other people, whoever. You never know who's watching you. Right. Within the different people that you roll with, within the different adults or couples or, 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 or even young adults that may see you. You never know who's watching you, right. right? So you are an example. You may think that you're example to nobody, but you're example to somebody. Yeah, right. And 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 so that's one of the things that this year I've been trying to be more mindful of. Is that somebody's watching? Is that somebody's watching me, right? And it's that helps me give give more than ten percent mm-hmm. of what I know normally give, right? Or more than a hundred percent. If I'm already maxed out at a hundred, there's a little bit more that I can, I can give, do. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And and so one one of the uh, things that I that I ended up reading recently, and it had to do with Henry Ford. Have you ever, have you ever heard about this? Where no. he where he took out two candidates for for dinner? No. All right. So 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 Henry Ford, right? The CEO of Ford. I have heard this, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm, right. I'm so, recalling it. So he ended up. The, there were two candidates that were applying for like an electrical engineer position in his company. So what he ended up doing is taking them out to to dinner. He took them both out to dinner. They had a good time, right? At the end of dinner, okay, he he ends up. Uh, saying goodbye to both to both men right right? to one he says um thank you 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 got the position all right and i'll see you monday and the other one says thank you you know for for joining me all right and i hope that you have better luck so the one that wasn't picked he goes wait wait wait. what's what's what would i do like what's so how we both graduated from the same university we both have electrical engineers why 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 choose him instead of me Mm-hmm. And so Henry Ford kind of looked at him and said, well, from from the moment that we sat down, right, uh, you you were pretty much just focused on on me. Right. When the waitress came, you didn't acknowledge her at all. Mm. You didn't say thank you. You didn't. Now, the other person was was very atten- was very nice, was very attentive to this person, to the to the waitress that was serving us. Every, every single time that she'd refill, he'd turn around and make eye contact and say, thank you. And he'd continue on engaging in the conversation that right. we were having. Mm. Right. And and when it came time to eat, he he ate. Right. He was very polite, had a good conversation, just kept on, was very well-rounded. Right. Right. And so when it came to time for picking up the uh, the uh, check, he, he actually offered to pick up the uh, check. Right. Right. You kind of shied away. Well, you shied away. And the only time that you acknowledged that person, the the waitress, was pretty much never. Right. You know? And 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 so he says, the person that I that I pretty much chose, this guy that I ended up choosing, right? He showed me what he could be, even if I wasn't here. Right. The the kind of person. And that's why he got the job. And there's a lot more that goes into, and I don't, I, I wish that I could recall it fresh on my mind, man. No, I ended up good. reading it. But the point of the story is that this, this, this dude was so caught up and maybe he was nervous, right? But mm-hmm. he was so caught up in this that he completely, like everything else. Yeah. Every, everything else didn't matter. So he would take that same mentality even into within being, the conversation. Right. Right. It was only like, I could care less what this guy says. All right. What else you got, Henry? Mm. You know? The other person was kind of like in being, hey, all right, well, what you, okay, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. Completely different. So that, that, that kind of showed me, and, and I read this recently, and it kind of showed me where it's like, uh, well, 
can I be like that where I can be so focused on, on, on something that I get tunnel vision and I forget about everybody else yeah. and forget about the bigger picture? Right. Yes, mm. absolutely. But the bigger picture to me is the goal, man. You right. Know? And acknowledging those around me to me is, uh, is something that, that I've, that I've been kind of tuning into and tapping into right. to, the, to the best of my, I mean, I'm not, no, I'm that's not good. perfect, bro, but that's good. That's something, that's, going I think that's something that I can, I can focus on too. I mean, cause it's something that if we, if we don't, if we're not careful, we can get complacent with it. And we, we, no we begin to, you know, it's, it, it's another thing about focusing inward instead of outward. Mm-hmm. And cause when you're focused on yourself, because that one guy was focused on him, him looking good. Yeah. Just, just in, in, right. impressing the man, impressing, impressing the, the man, playing the game, being a politician, no doubt. But the other one was outwardly focused. Mm-hmm. And when you're outwardly focused, you're able to see the bigger picture and not just have tunnel vision. No, that's great. I didn't hear that story. I thought it was a different one, but that, no, that was good. Ah, so that was uh, something that uh, just, just kind of using that to kind of build on for, right. for this next year. Yeah. You know, just, just, just being, being mindful of exampleship and being mindful of being gracious, showing gratitude to others. Right. No, that's right? good. And so, but um, I think that's all it's we have. Yeah, it's been a two hours and eight minutes. So I, you know, God bless anybody who listens to this the full <laughs> way through. Everybody uh, on Instagram here, uh, this was only a short segment. We didn't start going. We didn't go live on Instagram until uh, I don't know, like twenty minutes ago. But if you want to tune in to the podcast, you can go on Spotify, um, Apple Podcast. Yeah. Google Podcasts, anywhere that you like to listen to your podcast. Uh, also, to our listeners, if you want to be a part of our our live session, uh, go to Instagram, follow us on Instagram at the KTB Podcast. And also, if you want to give us some feedback, you can also email us at ktbpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear you guys' feedback. We do this uh, not for service to ourselves, but just to have good conversations and, you know, put out maybe some information that could help some people. And we even get helped in the conversations that yeah, we have, absolutely. Yeah, man. you know. And so it, we just we're just here to have a good time. That's it. Uh, we're not here for a long time, but we're here for a great time. That's and, right. Uh, we appreciate and we love all of our listeners, everybody that joined in on Instagram. Uh, uh, we, we got we got more people coming in. Great talk. Thank you, Frankie. We appreciate a good show, fam. Proud of y'all. Hey, we appreciate it. Uh, appreciate that. We do this for y'all, and um, if there were no listeners out there, you know, this would be pointless. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Um, With that being said, until next time, KTB out. Later. We are. If you like what you just heard and you want to support the podcast, consider becoming a patron. Head on over to patreon.com backslash the KTB podcast and become a patron today. All of your support will go to improving the viewing and listening experience. Thank you for your support. It is much appreciated.